Asher Lake, and he um, styles My himself a bit of a poet. My character's name is Trixie. Been a little sheltered, uh, and uh, they are uh, picture, if you will, an anthropomorphic squirrel. She is an elven young girl. There's a field in the back. Let's see how well you hold up. I mean, I snatch it back. <laughs> I'm not saying no. I'm not. I I I want to go, but I I just want to understand. Oh, you're only going if you need me. Let's go. Hmm? <laughs> he starts marching out the back of the door. I'd go to yoga, but they don't serve donuts there. That must stay right here. Weird. You don't hold stuff back for me. This is not. Once in your life. You can't charm me. There's me, and the little squirrel, and the boy. Oh my god, we. I'm our we. And it's somewhere stuck in there will be her, her quarter staff. She doesn't like to actually carry anything like in her hands. Yeah, it's free. I'm gonna, um, look over at Jess and say, uh, I am good at stuff, and you are good at stuff. Also, let's be good at stuff. Bardic inspiration. <laughs> As you shout out, be good at it's stuff. It's a spell going into me. <laughs> Bonnie comes to her assistance, even though she is putting her saliva wood all over your eyeballs. Is that. Is that. That's what it is, pulp. Thank you! I was close to uh, the So this pulp Everybody just licking sound effect. We'll just put Willow in front of the mic. Very happy you all didn't hear all of that. I say right over the theme music. Dancing to music I can't hear. It's kind yeah, of like the opposite. It's kind of like the opposite to, to dancing to music that's just in your head <laughs> just dancing to music i can't hear what i really enjoy is that you cut off right as the music cut off <laughs> so we just had this dead air moment that was beautiful <clears throat> uh, but welcome to the podcast episode seven probability of demise we are an actual play tabletop role-playing gamer crew composed of pandemic friends um our pod we play in a world of our own creation using dungeons and dragons has our system. Apologies for our puns and means. We're going to get started with some announcements, but but first, I kind of keep bumbling over this. We should introduce ourselves occasionally, because that's a thing. So I'm Rurik. I am acting as the GM, G DM, depending on which M's you M to. <laughs> so I have no character and no soul. 
or many characters and many souls. Speaking of characters and souls, why don't you, uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm Larissa. I play Trixie, who is a, uh, anthropomorphic squirrel, um, with lots of energy. Um, yeah. I'm Jason. In real life, I'm a genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. No, um, I can't, I can't do words today. Can't do words today. Um, which is bad because my character is Asher, who does words, and Asher is a poet, and, um... Maybe not a great one, but he gets by. I roll a lot of nat 20 somehow that make him a better poet than he is. That Recently. Is now that I've said that out loud, it's all nat 1s the whole night. <laughs> the dice, all the dice betray you, truly. Um, not here tonight and not here for a little bit is uh, Tanzanite. Tanzanite is played by our friend Jess, who is currently running away and joining the circus. So, Well, has run away and joined the circus. So... I have a caveat to this because I did get to talk with her. I had the joy of getting to catch up with her a little bit. We're plotting out some like interim uh, adventures you. of Tanzania. Uh, and they actually have enjoyed the show because whenever they go to a new location, they have to iron out all the permits with all the different county stuff and everything like that. So they're kind of in this holding pattern. So, like, all this mad rush to get her there. And now she's been chilling out at a farm at a fairgrounds. <laughs> And they don't have Wi-Fi? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> they barely have phone data. Ooh. <laughs> it's, I, don't, I might be, like, exaggerating a little bit, but based on the connection, the experience that I had with connecting with her, woo <laughs> <laughs> So she's roughing it. Oh, she's roughing it. She's roughing it. Um, you know, if you ever join the circus, just to, you know, warn those kids off of it, although this might actually entice you because it sounded really appealing to me. Uh, it's basically van life with roommates. And it didn't sound too terrible to me, but um, I, I do live with a bunch of people as it is in a very small space. And the idea of having that small space be on wheels seemed like an expansion of options. Yeah, but the thing is that the roommates come with you. Yeah, that's okay. As long as we are leaving to go to new places. <laughs> Got it. You know, this is part of my sailboat philosophy. Once I have the ability to move my location, it doesn't matter what I'm putting up with within that location. Gotcha. All right. Um, I didn't want to get too trapped into that because I do want to share that our halftime show intermission, um, my way of avoiding having to do terribly much editing later, is uh, me talking uh, as a talking head. And I apologize for that, but that's my announcement for today is that I'm actually going to be talking about Starting D&D with no money, um, how to play for free, where the resources are for that. Um, I share some links, do a little screen capture, screen grab, but I speak for way too long. Um, and then there's just theme music playing in rotation for the last little bit. So once you hear the theme music kick back on, once you've muted me, you switch back. I don't know how that's going to work for you, but you have to mute me so you can get through that part. And then go to the bathroom. Kick on with theme music, then we'll be starting back up. Uh, zoomed in schniffle. There'll probably be no timer countdown for that because I did the editing on the fly last night while half So, from work, I didn't even make it home until. So, the video about doing D&D for free is a video made when you do D&D without getting paid. Yeah, it's basically what Manic D&D is, which is what we're all doing right now. So, 
Good stuff. But with all that said, does anybody have, have any other announcements or did anybody catch the word of the day from our missing compatriot? Oh, I did not. I forgot did to ask not. her. Okay. Oh, the, the word, word of, the of the day is <laughs> heartache. Oh. And with that, I'll play some theme music and go to the <laughs> For a minute, so we can all retire. Ah. You are terrible. Ah. I don't even know how to do that right now because I am tired. You tired? You are tired. No, you are tired. We all are tired. Yes. Put the post back on. I do not know. Yes, I, I will be sneezing throughout this entire episode, but I've taken several COVID tests and they're all negative, so. I'm just giving these two a cold and not. <laughs> Yay! Something to look forward to about the weekend. Air, 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 air. Hey. Several seconds late, hello. <laughs> uh, there was some laughter and ceases and um, good feedback that I received. So, uh, last time we were gathered together, we ended on a very calm note where the area around you suddenly started shaking, causing the foliage around you to shake up above your heads. Oh, yeah! As you were trying mm -hmm. to kind of track down the location um, from which your partner may or may not have headed. That's right. Um, and does anybody have any memories of this? <laughs> there was something with a mouth, if I remember correctly, that roared. There was a roaring noise, yes, indeed. Um, and I have no memory of this place. <laughs> so there may have been some editorializing, editorializing that night because I was a little sleepy, but what I would love for you both to do now as the world seems to be in motion in this moment, I would love for you both to first roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you can maintain your balance, followed by a lovely perception. I fog a boom. <laughs> After <laughs> I fog a boom. <clears throat> boom. No, not boom boom. That's totally yeah. different. Yeah, when you fall and go boom boom, that's a whole other problem. I don't know this. My arse it means looks pooping. like poop poop. Poop. 
No, I have had quite enough of that thing. Yo, let's just. I, I fall down, go boom. Ow, my fucking knee hurts now. What the hell was that? Great. 18. <laughs> Meanwhile, you just surf this moment. And because you've surfed this moment, Freaking you will monks. have advantage on the perception check. So why don't you roll a perception check and you roll a perception check. Let's see what you see. That's better. Much better. Um, th- Ooh. I like to announce my perception checks because don't tell me what you got. Um, but my this one is a sliding scale. Depending on what they achieve with their perception check, it will change. So anything 10 or less, they're going to just know what they already know. But... 10 to 15 will give them some insights into the situation. 15 to 20 will give them some additional insights. And 20 to 25 will give them some cues that might help with options. 25 and above will give them uh, detail unsparingly shared. I got a 46. To sh- <clears throat> I made that up. <laughs> I have they took him serious for like y'all the look that Rick just gave Jason. It's because he can pull that off with the performance checks. Priceless. Not a 46. Well, close enough. The- Maybe if he was like level no, even if he was level 20, there's no friggin' way. No way. With the stats of what this character can do. No way. No the way. Performance on this on this character nope. is scaring me. Okay. What'd you get? I got a 22. Okay. 19. 19. All right. So you both have a higher than normal perception of what's going on. But what you are aware of is that um, what you might first have mistaken as tree trunks suddenly shaken about um, are in fact parts of a creature. Um, What you get in addition to this is you kind of have this moment of like fast checking the situation and what looked like the foliage of above you realize it's the same color as the algae blooms that you've been following along and it's just literally algae trapped up and caught up along a carapace of a creature and as you track with your eyes down from there you realize that the carapace is connected to what you thought was solid ground which is connected to what you are actually standing on and then following it along you can see that there's one of the other trees with air quotes around that. And then glancing even further back, you realize that this is one large creature on its back. Uh, <clears throat> um, uh, so he's flat on his arse prone is the technical definition. Of what um, um, and I, I offer, I like widen my stance a little and like offer a hand i was like um we need to move we we one we're not alone and two we're on top of whatever's with us okay okay so i like yoink him up yoink so we'll call that an assisted yoinking which will give you that should sounds like it should be so wrong i'm gonna say that real for yoink with advantage of your movement so that you're both at three quarters of movement um, but that's probably enough movement for you to clear this currently shaking and moving creature if that's what you're trying to do. Um, so if you're trying to do that, I would like you both to once again roll dexterity saving throws as you kind of scamper and dodge unless you have anything additional that you're trying to do to improve your chances of scampering and dodging. Okay, so what you get for your scamper? 16. 16? 14. 
and I should have said ahead of time that the DC for this was 13, which is really sad because I should have put it at 14 because that would have been funnier. <coughs> oh, no, I would have made it. Oh, that's right. Darn. 15. I should have put it at 15. It would have been a funny moment to have you help him up only to then <laughs> fall on the face. Uh, so, so the two of them, uh, you are both... What? No, 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 I'll, I'll tell you after. Okay, the two of you both scamper off this creature and are able to get a better sense of what's going on um, and and see it. You're no longer being shaken, but you can see that it's flailing really hard in this moment. Um, the limbs kind of crashing about. Uh, but before I give you any more of a descriptor, would either of you like to do anything or um, consider anything that your character might be doing in this moment? Can I... Can I see... So the, the the ground that like would essentially be its stomach, is mm -hmm. that flat with the rest of the ground so that its back is under like the floor level? Or did we like accidentally climb up onto its stomach? Okay, really quick roll of perception check so I can give you the situation with the terrain. That is a 14. Another 14. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> my DC for kind of getting a sense of what the creature was doing is was a 10 for that because this isn't that difficult to spot um, it's big and it's right working your way up a stream bed full of its algae bloom and you've been working your way long enough up, oh, i mean the easiest place is closer to the stream bed um and this at first looked like another step up some flagstone or some shale to another space um and with the algae bloom covering everything as it has been it was uh it did it didn't look too different but now you see it you see that this creature has kind of like wedged itself into the stream itself mm. and is stuck there and some of the water is flowing under it and a little over it um as it's uh under carapace is what you're really looking at uh kind of pr creates little channels and eddies and swirls which could have in another situation blended in really well until somebody stepped on it um what were you doing in this um, I don't know. I'm just <clears throat> hanging out. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I'm just like watching this thing get up, I guess. Like, I assume it's getting up now. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm well, that's why I was asking. I'm gonna go and try to put my hands underneath, uh, the edge <clears throat> and like try to push to like assist. Keep in mind that as you're like coming up and assessing the situation, you're looking at eight limbs and some other is flailing around quite wildly okay so, so to make this approach will be some sort of thing and i don't know what you're how you're going about it are you just going to like strong arm your way in there mm -hmm. or are you trying to i mean i would try to like in, dodge in? yeah i would try to duck and weave probably just because i'm shorter i figure if i'm smaller that it it okay. in, depending on the angles that it's uh um limbs can go out from itself like unless they can go at a comp like i don't even know what the degree would be over a 180. Ooh, that is um did, did you fall go boom no oh. no 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 it's an eight almost uh, you're uncertain if these limbs can move that way they are moving very dexterously but you're yeah. uncertain if they can actually move that far okay i'm still i'm still gonna try i'm over um, here just like counting limbs like one <laughs> that's a spider <laughs> so what i would like for you to do is i would like you to roll an acrobatics check since you're kind of like doing the 
dodgy version of getting in there rather than the I'm going to bowl my way in, Ooh. which would be more of a strength. That is a 23. Beautiful. So you're able to like <laughs> slip in and you kind of realize that towards the um, back of the creature is kind of a better space to be. Um, there is like one protuberance that's kind of moving back and forth and it kind of reminds you a little bit of a tail, um, but there's mm. nothing special about it. So you're near the back end of it and you can see that these four limbs going up on this side and then there's something else, some sort of mandible style thing up ahead are kind of all waving about and you're able to position yourself there in a place where you think you can start pushing this very large creature. Um, are you going to try to give it a shove? Roll an athletics check. Let's see how strong our squirrel friend is. On the DC on this. Get it, squirrel friend. 17? Yep. Ooh, I better roll high. Yeah, not high enough. Uh, that is a 14, unfortunately. So what you see, Asher, is you can see her get under there, and it's not so much that she's not strong. She's really shoving, but she's small. So she can't I give it small. that extra leverage that it needs to get launched up. I can see that she no seems to very easily get in there. I mean, that's... Wow. Seems so easy for her. Um, but she's not getting the leverage to really uh, right this creature. Wait! Isn't Bonnie with us? Yes, Bonnie's with you. <laughs> Bonnie! Sorry, I just yelled at the microphone. Bonnie! <laughs> So Bonnie's been oh. hanging back a little bit. Uh, she hadn't she hadn't been on the creature when you all enjoyed the shaking uh, moment, um, and she's she kind of. Is it safe to come out now? I'm like looking at this big spider, and I'm just gonna be like, "Have the courage to solve the problems we create," because I don't want to. Bardic <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> so you're inspiring, Trixie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Bonnie, it's kind of like peeking out from behind some bushes and stones. <clears throat> uh, those are really dangerous underwater. I don't know what they're doing here, but that's really... They, 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 they eat all the mollusks and algae. But do they eat us? I don't want to find out. It, it seems to be struggling. Why don't we just help it and then leave? Roll a persuasion check for <laughs> Not my forte. Why? Why? Here we go. Persuasion. 14. Wow, 14's tonight. Roll her. Yeah, she takes it. Uh, she was calmed. Uh, so she's going to try to slip in there. Um, and I think... Yeah, I think this is this is what Bonnie's gonna do. Bonnie sits for a Again. second, and she's just thinking, and she looks like she's thinking really, really hard. And then you see her do something that she's not done before, and um, I don't know if anybody in town's ever done this before, but slowly she kind of collapses in on herself, and. Then as she re-expands, slightly smaller than she is normally, she looks like the same creature, just small. And now you can recognize this creature 
because it's a much larger version of a lake spider crab. Okay. And she scuttles up right behind you and she uh, tucks under your tailbone, giving you a little bit of <laughs> I do the forklift. <laughs> and uh, you will have the help action provided, which will give you advantage on your next FX check. <sighs> just so you know, because, and you have bark inspiration from our bard friend, um, but because you didn't succeed the first time, the DC did go up. So you have advantage and bark inspiration, but do be aware that the DC did go up and will no longer tell you when it pops up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter at all. At all. Um wait, so the bardic inspiration gives me the chance to re-roll on a check? Isn't that it? Um, this is part of creation, so you're the mode of potential. Does that it's, it lets you reroll the bardic inspiration, not the d20, right? Um, you can add it to your check, you can't reroll it. But the mode, oh, okay. and the mode is for an ability check. The bardic inspiration die can be rolled again. Yeah, so oh, okay. you can't re-roll your d20. And then you choose which one to use. That'd be like triple advantage at this point. So it's athletics, right? Yeah. So that would be... <laughs> um... Rolled a one and a two, if anybody's wondering. Uh... She's really going to share it, apparently. Uh... We got the Fourteen again. <laughs> So everything seems like it's set up for your viewpoint, Asher, and I'm switching to your camera viewpoint because you can't see her anymore. When she lifted up, she slipped on the shell, unable to get quite the leverage, the shell that she's standing on, not the shell that she's holding. And all you see is this, as mud kind of splatters out, and you hear her slightly muffled now. it's worth what are you up to squish between a crab and a crab i'm trying to like wipe off of my shoulder wipe my mouth off of my shoulder and go asher could you you i don't know make something that could help me or grab a stick for um, fuck's sake i'm gonna look around for like a leverage stick is there okay roll a perception mm, 11. Right, you're in the middle of a forested area. It's easy enough to find it. I was just hoping you were going to roll on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you find a stick that seems pretty robust. I'm going to go over and like jam it under and try to... Are the legs okay. still like... So they're still... But it's now weaker and weaker. It's it's kind of like um, if you've ever put a animal um, on its back like a turtle. And every time you... This is going to sound like I'm a terrible human being, but I, I'm, I've not done this on purpose i was young and i really wanted to have a turtle but you put it on its back which isn't good for it necessarily but you're seeing if it can flip itself over so you put it on its back and you're just watching for a little bit and then you're worried that you've heard it so you touch it and then it wiggles again you're like okay you can do it you can do it you can do it and it slowly gives up again yeah this is kind of that space what you're saying is you're a serial killer got it not although i want to be the one in our in our friend group because that means that nobody else is going to be and i just promise i won't kill anybody that you know about 
Secret serial killer. Secret serial killer. <laughs> now on recorded public. <laughs> I will never actually do it. I just want to be the one so that nobody else in my friend group can be the one. Hello, FBI. It wasn't real. It was a joke. Um, let's not bring in the letter agencies. They already know plenty about my life <laughs> without extra help. Uh, so, yeah. So you're going to try to lever it. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, I have a negative one strength. <laughs> what I want to strength do bonus. is I want to do an average group roll off. Because at this point, you've all tried various things. You can't really pass by without getting either this creature out of the way, one way or another. So you're kind of stuck for it. It's blocking the way. So I'll roll for Bonnie. You'll roll for yourselves. Just straight strength rolls and whatever the average is it has to be above a 10. okay i'm saying above a 10 because i know who this group is i rolled a four three working together <laughs> that means you rolled a five right because you reminded yep. one on your swing nice i rolled a five that's okay did bonnie not 20. <laughs> No. No. <laughs> Only not one. Oh, God. So oh, God. it's that moment where like I'm get trying and to get a couch up the stairs in the oh. yeah. Um, you're 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 in a, a a stairwell trying to get that couch up, and somebody slipped, and the next person slipped, and the last person at the bottom goes, uh-oh, and you're all frozen in panic because nothing's really significantly changed, but you know if you even move an inch incorrectly in this moment, somebody's going to get squished and possibly die. Um, like, this is that huge refrigerator that should not be rolled down the hill. Um, I'm bringing Larissa's down a little bit because... Reasons. Oh no! What do I even do right now? <laughs> I absolutely love these moments where players are—it's beyond stuck in between a rock and a hard place. It's just they're stuck between ridiculous and more ridiculous. Um, you love um, when all your players have crabs. Um, you—you <laughs> you got two crabs at least. I am going to try to, I don't know if I can do this, and I'm actually going to try to punch it. So we try to punch crap from local. Okay, so you're going to roll an attack? Yes. Oh boy. Punch. Seafood for dinner. All right. <laughs> Seafood insects for dinner. Huh? Seafood insects. It's a spider crab. Arachnid. Seafood arachnid. <laughs> seafood. Okay. What did you seafood? What? Insect. Okay. That is not what I heard, but okay. Seafood and sex for dinner? Is that what you thought? That's what I thought you said. Well, if you <laughs> That's a good night for Larissa. I am see 1000%. This is that moment, but I hate that word ever since the pandemic started. So oh, words we do not say in this podcast are P I V O T <laughs> ever. If you say it out loud, I immediately give you disadvantage on all your rolls for the rest of the night. 
Oh god. Every time something changes. Uh, oh, unarmed strike. That is a 23. Okay, that definitely hits. And I'm gonna... Uh, All the damage. Okay, hang on. I want to do I want to do stunning strike to make it stop move like to, to absolutely. Okay. Um. So what is the save on stunning strike? Uh. And it will have disadvantage on this. DC Constitution fourteen. It fails that one, and it fails that one. So it is stunned. Okay. Uh. And. Now that you've done that, technically we're an initiative. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you do any one last action you want to do, and then um, we are going to have to roll initiative. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say... Do I technically get a whole turn? This is just... I'm going to be like, every moment counts. Please don't let life pass you by. Seize a day and stuff. Bardic Inspiration. Okay. And as Asher casts Bardic Inspiration once again on Trixie, I now would like you to both roll initiative. Bonnie's also rolling. Bonnie is terrible. Roll for the crab. The crab is worse. <laughs> That's a net one. Asher's not having a day. You talk positive about your dice and now you're toasted by them. They're just roasting you. You suck. Well, nice. you get for your... Nobody loves you. 22. Okay, so it's going to be <laughs> Trixie, Bonnie, the big spider crab, and Asher in a little bit. <laughs> uh, so. Good thing I inspired you, have a you before full that. Turn. You do have Bark Inspiration. You have a full turn. But you can see, sense that this is now, this these moment, every moment counts. So, so whatever you're trying to do, and it doesn't necessarily have to be battle. We're just in an initiative order because right. now what you've done has prompted that type of right. aggressive response. So whatever you're going to do, you have a full turn starting now. Um, I am going to try to unentangle myself from Bonnie and, and everything, because I feel like if I punch it, at least it stopped moving. I don't know if we can exactly okay, so extricate ourselves. Would, unless you have it as a bonus action thing or something else that you can do, that would be your action to extricate yourself by okay. using the strength. Uh, a uh, athletics check. Okay. So DC on this is much lower. Squirming your way out there is an eight. Or Doesn't eight. matter. What'd you roll? That one. So as you struggle to get out, Actually, what happens with a nat one for that is you get sucked further into the muck and mud now. And now you're at risk of drowning beneath a giant spider crab. What happened in episode seven? (laughs) It died from crabs. (laughs) Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Um, So you can use my movement to try to, like, Swim or whatever. You're, you're kind of trapped at this point with that not one. Um, Is Bonnie underneath me? She was until you. Okay. You squished further. Okay. Um, and I would love to give let her give you the help action, but it's not her turn yet. <laughs> it's fine. I meant more. I wanted to make sure I wasn't like. Um, but you still have your bonus action. You know. Huh? You still have your bonus action. 
if you have anything. Step you away, step away. I don't know if I can do that. No, but if she has like a spell or something in her bonus actions that lets her like face spell. What, what yeah. class am I? You have stuff and stuff. I barely know your class. I'm making you all know it all. <laughs> I do not have. This is when you're like, yeah, I cast Squirrel Jump and I leap from the. <laughs> yeah, high jump. No, I, I. You're, you're stuck. My two, my two bonus actions are unarmed. Uh-uh. Mm. Unarmed strike or flurry of blows. Okay, and you have to attack to get the flurry of blows. So, I guess that's gonna take us to Bonnie. Yeah. Okay. So, Bonnie, aware that you've slipped further in, but she's a crab. She is going to scuttle down deeper um, <laughs> using the crab's ability to move through mud and get much closer to you. Its movement is half as it tries to move through mud, um, but I think she's going to get down a little bit deeper. She's going to try to find you, so that's going to require a perception check disadvantage for her. Ooh, but she rolled pretty well. Oh, great. Um, so eventually like in this few seconds of going by and she's like, like kind of losing hope you feel this pincer close over your midsection because mm. she's just blindly groping. right right and start to try to tuck um, <laughs> that's going to leave you in this muddy watery situation with the help action on your next turn is what okay. she's basically going to provide you with um that takes us to the crab which is flailing about wildly wild strikes in all directions as at the big crab wasn't it stunned uh yeah and it's, the... yeah and it's just wildly flailing about in its stunned state so it's just happily crab leg in it all over the place okay I have a very different definition of stunned, but okay. Stunned does not mean uh, absolutely still. I just think dazed. Yeah, that's kind of, Have you ever dashed crab for cooking? No, but I've bonked my own head and, and I didn't flail wildly after I yeah. did it. Vertebrates and invertebrates have different responses to being, and it's kind of an uncontrolled situation. Yeah. So, Asher. You kind of like the, the the reason why you haven't been able to respond in any way is you got that stick in there and you were really pulling on it and then kind of like slipped a little and you kind of recover. But now you've recovered and, and rather than making you wait a whole round, because I don't really believe in that, that seems ridiculously cruel when you're already the last finish of the order. <laughs> why don't you go ahead and take your turn and see what you can do? Um let's see here. I'm going to say. Did you use your part of inspiration on your strength check? I know you rolled a natural one, so it yeah, save it later. Doesn't matter. Um, I'm going to say, invisible friend, come back. Need your help again. More digging to do. And I'm going to send my unseen servant to start digging out Trixie. All right. So this is as you had witnessed before. It takes a while for your unseen servant because it can only move like ten pounds of material at a mm. time. It's kind of this like long process, but you do. Um, send it out there, and it is working to start clearing a pathway. Is there anything else you're going to do on your turn? 
Sure. I'm going to do a thing with the bonus thing. As soon as I figure out what I can do on a bonus action, because I'm not on a head full of cold medicine. <laughs> Andy, don't worry. I'm just being a, a grump about a word that, oh my gosh, even in Friends, I hated that word. I think everybody did. I think it was part of the point of that episode with the couch. I just hate Ross, so, in general. Um, I always wanted to like Ross. He was supposed to be likable to me, but I just couldn't get my head wrapped around this really annoying individual. Yeah, I'm going to... I got nothing. That's it. All right. For right now. Okay. Um, so we're back to the top of the order. Um, you are currently trying not to breathe in mud, water, and muck. You've got something holding you and kind of wedging you in a position so you're not slipping further. So you're rolling that one. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you up to? Um, I'm going to see if I can at least find some type of purchase uh on the side that i'm like underneath and like basically try to like get handholds and start craw crawling back out from underneath all right so go ahead and roll another athletics check man y'all started so you strong you do have a help action from the crab that's holding your midsection so that would give you advantage on this and you are inspired you are inspired like everything is set your way but we know what happened last time everything was set your way so. uh and it was strength which is actually better for me. Okay, so that is a 16 plus. <laughs> go, Peanut Cow, go. By moat. Uh, six, so 22. Yes. Thank. Hit the 22. You couldn't see the moat swirling around her because she's underground in the mud. You just saw little bubbles. <laughs> so, you, you, um, as you're climbing yourself out and, and you're doing it quickly you're like wow i've really got a, a grip on this and you realize that between the crab gripping you you gripping the other crab's shell and something that just kind of like seems to keep swishing mud just out of your way just when you think you're going to get stuck between the crab and parklet some, some strange invisible some, some butler thing what a breeze it's brushing your hair back as you climb out from underneath it you are able to extricate yourself from underneath the crab uh half your movement to stand up because you're currently prone but and like just skate and <laughs> your fur is gonna need a serious <laughs> rinsing <laughs> is that your bonus action to like fling the metal oh yeah I'm like well technically i'm gonna i'm gonna literally just take my hand and go like down my arms and my legs trying to like alleviate some weight from whatever this mud is that's hanging on me all right i have been uh bogging i know <laughs> oh if, if anybody's gone spelunking or mudding or any of the other sports that require you to go through muck then the army sure you've done this <laughs> uh yeah this is a visceral experience. If you've never played in the mud, you gotta try it because it's definitely a life experience everybody needs to have. But you're probably not purposely repeating it unless you're a mudder. Just don't do it right after you get your nipples pierced. Don't look at me. 
Really? That's not what happened. Okay. Uh, all right. So that takes that made that even better. Also, that was 20 years ago. Leave me alone. If you're done, I will go to Bonnie's turn. I know you didn't do it on purpose. I can't. I can't. So, uh, but I think it's going to happen for Bonnie. Is Bonnie is definitely going to, seeing that you're safe, scuttle back into that hole that you just made. And what you can see is a mystery because Crab Bonnie just scuttled back under into a mud, muddy hole. And I can't tell you more than that because you can't see it. All right. Uh, that takes us to the big crab's turn, which is now stunned, whereas off it's only one yeah till your next turn which has passed mm -hmm. um and you see that the, the 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 limbs start to come under control again and it's just kind of been squished and turned about by all this stuff i think at this point you can actually see what would be the orifice of the mouth and and eye stalks and you can see that it's kind of like desperately uh gasping and grabbing at the algae blooms even as it seems to be kind of enraged and trying to reach over with its uh more claw-like mandibles or uh pincer-like mandibles and try to reach out for you so it's it is kind of somewhat like divided attention mm. and in that space uh it's going to try to attack with disadvantage does a 14 hit i don't think so nope okay so you just kind of like it whiffs a, a claw attack at you okay. um, and it's just kind of like passing, passing right over the small muddy person's head and it doesn't have a great aim anyways. Like if I could give it triple disadvantage right now, it probably would have it. Mm -hmm. But it's also at disadvantage just because it's also very much concerned with getting more algae bloom into its body. Thanks uh, to you. What are you up to, Asher? Um... Your friend is free. <clears throat> Can I have like a free action to just yell something? Yeah. Like, are we killing this thing or not? I wasn't trying to kill it. I just started to get stuck under it. I'm trying to flip it over. That wasn't an answer. Still trying to flip it over? Yeah. Okay. I mean, unless it, unless it tries to eat us. We can't go any farther if it's still in our way. You want to drag it? Trying to think of some kind of device that Asher could use to, but the lever didn't work. I guess I'll just grab my stick again and try to right. flip it over since I can't shoot it. All right, so go ahead and roll a strength check, and I'm going to use these this one additively depending on the situation. But each one is going to. <laughs> Okay. You're retired for the nowadays. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, that's in that one. It's mostly because Asher is using home. his songs to make things happen for him right now. It's just because he's trying to keep it all physical, I'm sure. Uh, but, but, uh, in this moment, what happens is Asher, you have your stick back in place and you're ready to go ahead and give it a heave and you see that claw with it over the top of Trixie. And as you see it with it, you're just kind of have this mind blank moment and it comes straight for you and at the last minute you remember to duck and as you duck you hear a snap as your stick breaks in half and you come sliding down and land at trixie's feet 
Oh, I'm all dirty. Mud. Ew. Hi. Hi. Okay. You have a bonus action, and you could stand up a packer movement and then move if you would like to. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> I will stand up with half my movement and then just turn and start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> So after now much covered as you are, start stretching just directly like downhill, like I'm out of this, I'm done with this. Dang it, no come back, give me a boost. Dang it. Uh, Alright, I'll come back and give her a boost with my remaining movement slash bonus action. <laughs> yeah, five deep and turn around. Alright, so you're 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 getting ready to offer the help action, but you don't fully have it, so you just have a bonus action, but we'll see what happens. What are you He's there. He's a physical presence. You could probably take advantage of him in some way. But what are you doing? I'm going to stand on my head. I am going to climb up him to get back onto the thing. Um, okay. I want you to roll a strength check. Surprise. See if you are able to oh, hit all of a sudden. Climb two. Okay. <laughs> all my dice hate me tonight. And you're going to be doing what? So I'm going to go up and I am going to try and take rope. And tie it, and then try to wrap it around the non-mandible end, and then start like and like I don't know, like or I, I, I don't, I'm worried about pulling off a leg, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, All right, I love this. I love this. So I, I, in my imagination, I picture you kind of like are clambering up Asher splattering mud all over him as he kind of trips and falls all over himself trying to support you but not able to because of his strength pick or two and then using this rope as you kind of launch yourself off asher you're kind of trying to like lasso carefully and then use that to kind of like yeah i'm gonna like basically start going the other way but i'm gonna also try to avoid the mouth but i want to like eventually like maybe i don't know go around a tree and then like try pulling so it's like a pulley system almost okay so this is going to use your action bonus action and movement all at once yep that's fine and it's all on one dice okay are you ready for this probably not but let's go i want you to do a dexterity check for this it's too complicated to give away to i didn't have one but it's oh. the dexterity not a saving throw it's a check just, just check. dex yeah straight dex yeah, and you have Bark Inspiration held over from before that you haven't used yet. No, I thought I used it. Oh, okay. Maybe you did. I didn't remember. You should have lied to me and said that you had No, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an eight. All right. So what I'll say happens is you get the rope around the four legs on the side that you're on. Mm-hmm. And then as you kind of look to leap and finish that situation you kind of slip a little bit it's slippery and muddy and you're muddy and it's all just slime and muck at this point and you end up right back where you started right in the middle of this thing's chest under carapace uh but holding onto a rope that's attached to four legs and that's okay. the position you're in right now okay um bonnie is doing something gonna roll for a couple of things here bonnie is sucking at doing something <laughs> And the crab is, once again, now that you're in prime position, going to go ahead and go for you. It still has disadvantage, even though you're now in a better position for it. Wow. Does a four hit? Nope. Didn't think so. Uh, so you feel those claws go whoosh, whoosh. Terrible, horrible misses. Uh, and after, 
you see that you're friend and you're now covered in even more mud. If you weren't a mess already, it's just too late. Uh, what are you going to do? Um, I love how this is just becoming the tragedy of mudding. I mean, it's, it's, it's mud wrestling, but not sexy. <laughs> no, it's, this, this, this could have been a new sport in the history of this world of Underton, Overton, and the... Lake spider crab wrestling. But uh, you might not talk about this in the future. Mm. Or we'll just leave some parts out. <laughs> All right, I want to blow the spell slot. You do you. I am going to write a poem real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, while Asher is figuring that part out, I'm going to share some things with folks who are interested in creating their own monsters. This is a homebrew monster. Um, I love to get inspired by things that I find out in the world. And this monster was inspired by the literal spider crab, uh, a mm. deep sea creature that uh, lives, I think, below 10,000 feet or whatnot. And it just has these enormous limbs. And I love the idea of what would happen if there was a source of food that they found that was surface side. There also was a pollutant or something that had changed the environment and caused changes to people as as you and mm -hmm. your character witnessed before uh trixie and i thought well what if it just became engorged and it needed that same sustenance but now that the lake level has dropped it's harder for it to get it from deep lakes uh deep lake sources and so now it's crawled up out of the lake to a source that at least it perceives as being easier to get to so it got oozed so it got mm, it's, it's a ninja turtle soup <laughs> okay so i'm gonna say you are too heavy i am really quite over this you're a small crab now i'm gonna polymorph it into a regular size crab oh no i'm gonna <laughs> oh no this is a beautiful moment oh no suddenly this huge spider crab goes to a small size crab which the combined effect is this <laughs> Trixie, suddenly you are not on top of a large crab, but you're standing in air right next to one. And I would say that there's this comic moment where both you and this smaller <laughs> crab kind of do the, the foot thing and Wiley look coyote. down and you see another crab that is significantly larger than this small crab that's digging through the muck. And I'll say that just to fast forward things and streamline them a little bit, it's this moment that that crab down below finally seems to or something, hold it up, only to have both of you come crashing down uh, on that crab, mud splattering everywhere, and whatever was in that claw bouncing off in your direction somewhere. You have your bonus action and your movement? Um, what are you up to? Can I pick up whatever bounced in my direction? Uh, roll up a subject to see if you can track where it landed in the muck. Probably blind the way I'm rolling right now. That's I'm getting so proud about this. So, uh, the DC on this is 15. 11. Sorry. All right. So, I'm shit. That takes <laughs> us to Trixie at the top of the order, but we're still in this. I think that was thing. my best roll tonight, actually. 
Um, so cool. you, a small crab and a bigger crab. Well, you rolled like an 18 or a 19 earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, had a good one. It's not been all I had one I, good I'm not on top of either of them, correct? You're on top of the medium-sized, Bonnie-sized Oh, one. crap. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna try to, like, get off, like, I don't know if I'm, like, swimming. I don't know what I'm exactly on now. You're in um, the muck and mud. It's mostly mud at this point. Between okay. the churning and the sudden vacant space, there's water that is definitely gonna come down in and stream into this, uh, area. But... The current situation is such that we're looking around for a scoring right. bomb. Yeah, boomer, but we you heard that too, right? Okay. I'm not um, Maybe it's this one. You can see it's trickling into the mud, but it's not yet coming further. This has been a big obstruction. It's really okay. stopped the water for a long time. So um, I, I, I'm going to at least try to like roll a little bit or whatever to, to get off of Bonnie. Uh, and then I'm going to go and I'm going to attempt... I'm gonna like either get up on all on my fours or like get up, um, and then I'm gonna try to pick up the crab from the back. Okay. So that it can't the little uh, crab. Yes. So that it can't pinch me, and then I'm gonna go as far as my remaining movement as I have downstream, and I am going to frisbee the crab <laughs> <laughs> towards the lake. <laughs> can you just roll the dexterity check so I can see where this crab is gonna go? That one, the crab smashes into a rock. Is it going to still be in, or is it going to be dead? Oh, so close. Uh, I rolled a two, but it's a dexterity check or saving throw. Check. Yeah, it's a six. Unless you have a reason that it would be something else, but yeah. It's... Are we trying to make a show of it? Could no, be a... I just want to get it away from us. Okay. <laughs> so I, what I'll say is, this is like you're so covered in muck and mud that like when you go oh, yeah. to frisbee it, it does get thrown, but it's like, oh yeah, and it only lands maybe 10, 20 feet away. Um, I hope it does. Landing in more muck, it's not going to take any damage from that wall, um, so it's not going to change back. Um, I, say, I don't even know what the, the health of a crab is. <laughs> Which is important to check every once in a while if you want to know. Um, and it just begins scuttling away. Okay, good. Jesus Christ. Oh. Um, and then as it does it, I'm just like, I'm sorry! Mm -hmm. Alright, we will end combat unless you are uh, pursuing this crab. No, no! Uh, we, or we'll init end initiative order. Sometimes I like to do initiative order for things that are not necessarily combat because there's enough combat elements that it's important to give everybody their opportunity. It has two hit points. Yeah. If it had taken fall damage, it would have been. Uh, but magnanimity is the soul of DMing right now. Uh, so, yes, your obstruction is clear. The water is starting to course through and it's clear clarifying and starting to wash mud, but it's definitely a muddy stream still because it is going through churned up muck. Um, and Bonnie the crab is desperately digging out the area where you kind of started searching it. Um, yeah, so it's desperately <laughs> digging out that area, uh, but she's still in her crab form, so communication is... Uh... I would just head back to them. Like, well, it ran off, so... What is Bonnie <sighs> doing? I don't know. Roll perception check if you would like to to see if you can spot what's going on. It's a 12. 15. Okay. You're my uh, dice for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> that was the last one. 
with a 15, I think you're the first to spot it. It's, it does, it's not so much a situation of like figuring things out. It's like, you just have to like let your eyes track to it. Um, but you notice that there's a rock that doesn't belong. Um, it doesn't fit the topography it had before you got to this muddy, now muddy section of the stream. And it doesn't, uh, um, match the area around here and all the algae blooms that are about, um, but you spot it and Bonnie's kind of just looking in the wrong space. Her back is to it. Um, and then as he spots it pretty quickly, but you have first dibs are able to track to the same thing. So what do you do? I will go and pick it up. All right. So you go in and pick it up and it's a pretty chunky size object. Um, do you have any history with minerals? Um, only in so much that it would help me like I would know how to recognize flint if I needed to start a fire or maybe okay. to make weapons but all right so um without any more for that then you just have this chunk of something and once you pick it up Bonnie notices and she kind of like her her carapace shivers in place for a little bit and there you're crack and she gets pulled back in and back out again and standing before you but i've never done that before what happened you wait did you did you mean to do that or you didn't i've, I've seen a lot of those before and smaller ones and i thought if i could just talk to it but that's not they they don't talk did you know that they don't talk? Um. Can... No. Yes. No. I guess I didn't expect it to talk. So uh, I've maybe... never really watched. Well, they congregate together. I assumed that they must like have conferences, social hours. They always seem to. I mean, none that big. Maybe that was different. Maybe it wasn't part of the same group I just turned into a crab yeah that that's new for you to because i mean you do the you did the other thing where you you all of a sudden had legs where you had where you didn't before it's had legs didn't you have a tail no you mean my suit that just makes me swim better it's a suit yeah did you know it was a suit? Mm -mm. I mean, I'm not like a lot of the others. They naturally have a good... But I didn't have that. So I just had these. And she gestures to her legs where there is a thin like, sticky yeah, beat okay. each side. Um, but it's very much she has legs and no tail. Uh, she's just a humanoid figure. Yeah, it's just you... You oh, oh. it up and then you can... We thought that you had like switched no it would be so much easier yeah I, yeah i suppose i mean i guess yeah is the crab the only thing you that you can do make become turn into i've never needed to feel that way before well, I mean, if it if it really matters to you, you could maybe turn into something with the tail at some point. But that just a thought. But 
Um. Oh no. She sits for a second. And again, there's that kind of like wobble of her, her body. Oh, and I hated me. Big pop. And you see a small fish shit, flopping shit, on the mud. Shit, shit, shit. Uh, I go to pick her up and I like, I, I, I'm like, ah, it's like going back and forth. Back. I'm trying to figure out where there's actual water, but doesn't have like the bloom in it. And I'm like trying to paw <laughs> bloom out of the way and just get her in the water. <laughs> Roll a survival check. Oh, the <laughs> okay. Uh, with her stats or mine? Yours. It's, it's uh, you doing the helping her survive. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you you know what you're looking for, and you're not finding it. But then you kind of like shove a bunch of mud. Are you helping at all? Or are you sure? Just, oh, yeah. Okay, so you shove a bunch of mud, and you like kind of allow clear stream to go in and deliver this fish to this new puddle. Change back. Change back. Change back. If fish could have panic in their eyes, this fish is freaking out. Shit, shit, shit. I take my, I take my, um. Yes, still freaking out. Um, fla not flask, canteen. Okay. And I start like dumping all of the water out of my canteen into it. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> How far are we from the lake? Uh, quite we far. Tracked. You've been tracked, tracked, okay. tracked, 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 tracked. Um, this is fun. I don't know what to do. Uh, I mean, she has enough water there to kind of like exist, but it's definitely not exactly what she would want for a fish. Um, 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 uh, okay. Um, uh, I have an idea. Um, I don't know if this is going to work and I, and I pick up the fish and, um, and I, I smack it, but like I'm not, uh, I'm I'm not trying to like do a full force hit, just like a like a like a slap across the face. All right, kind of slap. So, so you slap her, and uh, it's you slap the fish. <laughs> <laughs> that's your as your hand makes contact. Oops, I shouldn't do that. Aside from mics. Um, sorry, world. I just made your ears hurt as it hits. The, the fish kind of, its face bulges. And at first you think that you... Oh god, oh god, And then that bulging is actually the precursor to her change. And as soon as you have that thought, like, oh, wait, wait, no, 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 that's good. And then you're holding Bonnie by the scruff of the neck. And she's looking at you. And, and you can see a slight red indent of a small squirrelish And paw. I, like, put my paw, and I'm like, sorry. No, no, no. No, I don't want to. I used to have a pet that looked like that. I don't want. We. Oh my God, we ate it. Oh. And Wait, you ate your pet? <laughs> oh my and God. And begins to furl. Um. She... Great. Mud <laughs> vomit. Uh, I think this is too new, and I probably shouldn't think about it anymore. I'm going to not think about. Okay, let's, yeah, that's okay. Um, let's, um, gosh, I don't even know if we should just keep going or what. I mean, I'm just gonna like hold my hand in the air and just be like, and like start prestidigitating all the mud off of her. Like I have a rag, even though I don't. So, 
at first he's just doing something weird, but he's holding his hand in the air, but then you start to see like the mud just drying and flaking away. And each section that he clears, which is going to take a while because it's precedentation of the cantrip versus all of that. But every section he clears, it's actually like the one. When you were a small, young baby squirrel, no grooming ever got you this clean. And eventually, <laughs> over time, you feel clean and refreshed. Meanwhile, both of your friends still look like a muddy mess. I'm just gonna like, gonna just switch to Bonnie, and then myself. So five hours later, <laughs> I'd say about an hour later, which is enough time if you would like to to get a short rest in as well. Yes, so like, so you need it. Um, I can't you... believe I didn't. I didn't take any damage, uh, but I do uh, get a key point. Well, you you weren't supposed to necessarily. Fight have the a thing. Combat situation, although you could have. Um, it would have been very one sided because it's an upside down spider crab. <laughs> that is spider exactly. crab, spider crab. Laying on its back like a spider crab does. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was definitely um, meant to use up some spell slots and be a little funny. Thanks for making it a lot more funny than I thought it would be. <laughs> uh, you had to burn up my my only four spell slot to change the damn thing and get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just done that to begin with. This was not a bard task. I was trying to not spend that slot. <laughs> so I think at this point, um, we're going to go ahead and take our break, even though it's a little bit early. Um, that way I can get over a, 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 sec a second of the section taking longer than I expected it to. Um, um, us taking longer to do something in D and D, never. But please enjoy. Hopefully, I set this up right, so I'm, there might be some intermission follies for a second here as I make the transition happen. But please enjoy our little uh, your or temper. Your. Well, mine right now, but eventually <laughs> I'm gonna make y'all do some of this work. Uh, intro to playing D and D for free. And today for this intervention, I decided that it would be more fun to talk about something very D&D related rather than doing a little side quest that we've been doing. Um, and what I'm going to talk to you about today is playing D&D for free. Um, and if you are interested in D&D, you know that you need a copy of the rules, you need all these pieces and parts of the information. and. The sad thing that happens to people is that they see the entry cost with regard to the books. Now any tabletop role-playing game has some components to it, but many of them are free. And equally of excitement and interest to folks is that much of Dungeons & Dragons, as shared by Wizards of the Coast, is actually free as long as you approach it correctly. Um, there are many of the books, and I own a ton of them. I own all of them, I think. Uh, that are not for free with uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but I have definitely been diving into a lot of different tabletop role-playing games, 
and there's just so many that offer um, pay-as-you-can or free versions. So if you're just starting off, you're a young person, and you're interested in playing Dungeons & Dragons, this little interlude is just for you. So, I find that tabletop role-playing games are resurging right now. And uh, you can see us playing D&D. We play it in our own special way, with our own unique little uh, additions and subtractions and tinkerings. Um, and while we have the full set of everything and we use the full access of D&D Beyond, you can actually use these resources to play and host your own game. Um, even though the free resources are somewhat limited in scope, it's more than enough to get started and to see where you want to go with the game. Um, now, when I say free, certain aspects of this may not be free because of the additional components required to get access. And I'm not able to address the accessibility issue, um, but if you have a local library, hopefully you have some access through them to a computer. Um, if you are looking for materials like graph paper or other things like that, I'm hoping that you can get in touch with folks who can share those things or you can scale things down and kind of miniaturize your gaming sessions if you do need different props. Um, so while I can't like resolve, oh, access to paper that can print a character sheet out, um, I can at least help you get to the accessibility of the materials with this little talk. Um, so you can really run a great campaign from level 1 to level 20 with just what's available freely. Um, as far as the rule sets go, um, free and legal, you can get the 5th edition basic rules um, from Wizards of the Coast. It is uh, just a link. Um, in fact, I'm going to start screen sharing right now and get you access and, and talk about where you can get access to all of those pieces. So really quickly, let me first shrink my face so I'm not hogging the whole screen real estate. And let's dive into this. So I'm going to poke myself up over here and let's see what how big I made my side camera for the other screen. Oh, that's beautiful. So I'm going to go ahead and tuck this down over here a little bit and give us a little bit more room on the side screen. Okay, so we're looking here at D&D Beyond, but if you go to, and we're going to put this in the show notes for today, dnd.wizards.com slash whatisdnd slash basic dash rules. Um, I'm going to have to make sure that's typed out because there were some dashes there that I skipped over. Apologies for those of you who are listening to the podcast, but in the description uh, for the show notes, the link will also be there. The basic rules for D&D is a PDF, um, and it's pretty well laid out on their webpage about what you need to do. Four steps to pull things together, what sections and information you might need to use, and the D&D Basic Rules PDF, which I'm going to click on right now, is a beautiful, beautiful resource. Um, it is quite long, um, and that is actually where we get to one of the, the problems that may occur, is that a lot of the material and information that I'm going to share with you is robust, um, and sometimes robustness isn't helpful. So what we do instead is we kind of utilize some additional tools that help us um, have greater access. And there's another reason why I like to go to some other tools is because the basic rules only allow four character classes um, and also four playable races. And then there's just a handful of spells and weapons. But if you want to have more options and you can't afford the books, uh, 
Wizards made a system reference document. You might hear it called SRD for short. Um, it's an open source compendium of the intellectual third property so that third pro parties, us, can freely use and create new D&D content. Um, and I absolutely love this. This is actually what uh, first drove me into the game is the idea that I could create my own versions of things and be very creative with uh, playing tabletop role-playing games. The official version is on the Wizards of the Coast site, um, and it's in a PDF, so you can just grab that and you can, it's kind of heavy on the intellectual property components, um, and the instructions for beginning DMs is just pretty much absent from the system reference document. Uh, you can still get a lot from the, um, what I keep calling the OGL in my head, and I probably need to keep saying the regular uh, basic rules document. Um, you can definitely get a lot of information from that. Now, that is something you can print out and have in hard copy, like say you don't have access to a computer at all times. Print those out, have them in hard copy, and reference them and kind of build up your campaign and your ideas and your dreams for what you want to do. There are, however, some digital tools. Um, I think there's, they all have similar naming conventions like dnd5e.info, 5thsrd.org, and my favorite one, which I'm going to talk about with you right now, which is the 5esrd.com. Um, and they have these SRD to topics or, or, or the, the rules, definitions, and everything um, set up in a way that you can click and find things. So um, you can see here already that there's a lot more races. There are advertisements, which is oh so fun. Um, but you can see already there's a lot more races and class options in this space, which I find uh, very helpful and convenient. Um, there's also a lot more of the various um, what you McCollum's. There's a lot more of the classes available, feats, everything is here. And it includes both things that are some of the official things, but it also includes things that were made by other folks. In fact, if you read on the top line and about the site, it says what the intent of this site and all sites that make up the Open Gaming Network is to bring you official open game content rules for 5th edition and the best open game content from other publishers, not intended to only official content, yada yada. So basically, like a lot of things are here. On that topic, you can also poke into a couple places like the Dungeon Masters Guild and Drive Through RPG. They may just be linked sites at this point. I'm not honestly sure anymore. Um, but they have a place for creative DMs to just publish and share their own homebrew adventures and supplements, which is just really amazing because a lot of the creators price their items at free or pay what you can. So it's a great little place to get into some more uh, specific information. Now, before I run away from 5e SRD, the reason why I love this is because when I was getting into this again as an adult, um, I relied on this for my initial naval adventuring guide. It also has a lot of information around like the hypertech sort of uh, uh, worlds that you might be creating, uh, which is not part of the kind of the basic for free D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond. Saying D&D Beyond is kind of an accidental segue, but when you're trying to run the game, you can print out and have that like 
for me, it's the 1995 version of playing the game where I actually had a paper uh, player sheet and we were using bottle caps and coins as little icons on a big, huge mat that I think we had drawn out with rulers to create our own grid system and we just kind of scribbled all over the place. Um, it was all pencil, so we were constantly erasing it. It looked terrible, but it was a great way for us to play out our games. Um, so you can do it with just a pencil and ruler and a bit of imagination, and it's really fun. Uh, although we got into a lot of arguments because we didn't have precision tools. Um, didn't really matter. We, we still had an enjoyable time, and we kept playing because it was mostly about the social time for, with each other uh, as a bunch of teenagers. Um, so, like, yes, in the Dreamland you have the hand-painted maps and minis, and they're just gorgeous and beautiful, but in uh, living on a shoestring or, or budget gaming, you don't need those things. Uh, as we've been playing the game for you all um, on our podcast and Probability of Demise, we've been doing Theater of the Mind. Um, and I actually find a lot of joy in theater of the mind because you can let go of things like, oh, I have 30 feet of movement. I can say, ooh, they're just out of reach. But if you hustle, you could probably get over there and then the player can think, okay, I can use either my dash if I have access to that or I can use my action for that movement. And they, they can plot out their ideas and what they want to do, which I think is like 90% of the fun. And it frees you up from a lot of the constraints um, and it lets everybody kind of live in their own head play space, which I feel like is just very fun. Um, but that said, one of the things you can't really get uh, without purchasing is dice. Except you can if you have one of those digital tools like a, a cell phone or a, um, or a computer because there are all these free dice rollers and you can put in the dice that you're going to be using and you can roll them. Um, I'm just on Google, if you just Google Google Dice Roller, they have a tool for this and you can just roll the dice. Let's see if we get something better than a six this time. Well, that's okay. Um, and this is a fun way to get access to the, um, to the dice if you can't afford them. Now, I will say that dice are very, very affordable these days. There's, um, if you go into a little game store, you can get some very affordable ones. And I think I'm going to figure out how to set up a dice gifting plan. I think that that would be a fun thing for uh, Probability of Demise to do. Um, and we will have to talk about that. Dream, Dreamland, I'm dreaming about gifting young people dice and games. Um, at any rate, uh, another thing that you can have access to is D&D um, Beyond kind of pushed uh, Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons and Dragons into the digital age, and you can use a free account to create your characters and use those basic rules, those free rules, uh, to create those characters. Um, there's a lot packed into that, and so you just come in here and set up for free site. Now, if you're a young person and you don't have email or you're not supposed to technically be signing up for these types of things, that can present a barrier. Again, go back to the basic rules, print out those sheets and, and use those, or you can do this and just don't tell me about it because I want you to be legal. Um, <laughs> and this makes a really nice place to get started, especially if you're uncomfortable or confused about the math used to create those and generate those uh, character sheets which might become a thing that we do. Maybe one of our next uh, 
intermissions will actually be rolling a character one-on-ones. Um, but I really do enjoy that this is available now. Uh, other tools that are available are Roll20 for some virtual maps if you do have access to digital tools um, and a few other things. They all have levels of access and the free level grants you very basic but usable access to play these games either in person or virtually. Um, so just something to consider all these fun little doodads and additional things that are uh, out there and can help make it a better experience for yourself. Um, now there are some other tools out there and I'm going to go ahead and close off my little side screen here because um, the other tools that I'm going to talk about uh, I don't really want to pull up because I don't honestly know how long they will all last because D&D Beyond has taken up a little bit of the, the airspace with regard to the uh, digital tool sets. Um, before D&D Beyond created and un unveiled their Encounter Builder, which I think is still in beta or alpha, but is fairly functional, I do use that, um, Kobold Fight Club was a really useful tool, and it still is a useful tool. I still go to them because sometimes I feel like the um, Encounter Generator or the Encounter Builder with D&D Beyond is not correct. Um, but you go to Cobalt Fight Club, which is a very useful tool for balancing dif difficulty um, against a party's strength. And if you are just using the rules to, to the, the basic rules to figure out how to be a DM and properly give them an encounter experience, it can be very difficult to uh, explore how those different components work. I mean, there's information on how to do it in the basic rules, but it is a complicated thing for a beginning DM. So it's nice to have a little bit of an assist. Um, there's also Home Brewery, and that lets you, it really walks you through creating your own homebrew magic item spells, and it has some really pretty PDF formats that kind of make it look official, so you can print those off and hand those to your players to make it look really good. Um, and then the other one that I really enjoy, that's a free content site, is Donjon. And Donjon makes me happy because I just lose name ideas or loot drop combinations and shops for these random encounters that my players go into. Um, if I've really plotted out a million things and everybody just goes in a totally different direction, I need that ability to quickly come up with something on the spot. And sometimes you have the game master, dungeon master equivalent of writer's block because they just did something you're like, I don't have a name for this. I need, I need to come up with a name now. And so Donjon is a really useful little... Um, website for that. Um, and then one of my favorite things about this community is that there are, are some components of it where there's disrespect, but there's also a lot of people out there looking out for you, looking out for each other, and trying to help you feel included in the game. Um, if you go to Sage Advice or Giant in the Playground and Reddit, you can find great resources for clarification on rules. Um, as watchers of this channel, you've probably seen that I'm a little less rule-bound than story-bound, um, and I also suggest that. If you have a story that you're going from, it's okay to muck up the rules. 
especially if you've talked about it beforehand with your group and said, like, look, I'm not going to stick to the rules when the story is more interesting. So if there's a situation where the rules are in conflict with something really amazing happening, I'm probably going to go with amazing. Uh, I've had different people label that different ways, but I just feel like it's the idea of story first. Um, you're together with your friends, you should have a fun story. Rather than letting the rules uh, ruin your fun, make sure the rules are privileging your fun and doing the things that you want them to do for you. Um, that said, there's a ton of other ways to get on this hobby and enjoying yourself. I absolutely love painting minis, so um, the idea that I might give that up to go totally uh, without the props and is just something that I kind of laugh about to myself because I have adult money and I do adult money things. But if you don't have adult money or you're trying to be really careful with your, your stuff, just do the free stuff. It's just as much fun. The storytelling is just as much of a blast. I may have tangentially related hobbies that uh, mean that I'm willing to spend a little bit more money here, but you can do it all for free if you would really like to. Um, so grab a couple of friends, maybe go to a local gaming store and just start playing with the, the open-ended stuff or the local library, wherever you're at. Just go somewhere and play or stay home and play with your friends. Um, you can also, if you're not interested in this particular game, D&D is not for everyone. Um, there's a ton of other games out there. Uh, so feel free to explore those things. I definitely can recommend a few, so I'll really quickly do that as I wrap up this quickie talk. Um, the first one that I want to recommend is kind of the, the matchy-matchy thing going on here. Um, Pathfinder. Pathfinder is just a ton of fun, um, and I really enjoyed that gaming system. Um, it's a little bit more focused on combat tactics and strategy, which is not for me. I don't enjoy that as much. Um, also, kind of switching headsets from like the fantasy world, although you can create a science fiction uh, space using D&D and Pathfinder uh, setting rules, just tweaking them a little bit, and then there's definitely source books that help you do that. Um, but you can also just dive into Cyberpunk 2077, I think is what it's called. I don't remember exactly what the um, game system is fully called, but I actually steal some components from the Cyberpunk system when I'm running my game because they just make more sense uh, with regard to playing the different uh, games. Just different, not games different scenarios, um, and I really like how Cyberpunk handles a few of those things. Traveler is another sci-fi one. Um, it's very future-oriented, lots of high-tech dealios. Um, I haven't played it in forever, so I cannot remember how it works. Um, and then if you kind of want like that merger in between, Shadowrun and Starfinder. Like Starfinder is just Pathfinder in space, really, I think. At least that's how I've interpreted it. Whereas like Shadowrun is kind of the magic cyberpunk future. And I really considered for our podcast using that system. Um, but I wasn't really ready. Now there are some free or open uh, licensed or 
license license things for like if you just want to live out your life in the Star Trek universe or Star Wars universe um, and those are definitely worth doing um, I also think that there's one for Firefly and I want to go play that at some point if you're into horror uh, bumps in the night kind of stuff there is the Call of Cthulhu I'm not a fan I do not go into that um, there's also the end of the world and I can't do the scary stuff. It's just not my, my thing. Now, in terms of apocalypse things, there's apocalypse worlds and there's fate. Um, fate is uh, very similar to apocalypse, so I don't really know how those are different. Um, just know that there's those two different uh, choices with regards to that. Um, and then there's a lot of new tabletop RPGs that have come out recently. I've got a couple on my shelf that I'm hoping to play sometime soon. Um, I just haven't played them well enough to, or enough just to even have a conversation about like, should we play this or not? Uh, I did play um, Kids on Broomsticks and Kids on Bikes. I love both of those. Playing with kids, I would like to play with adults because kids are hilarious, but they're also chasing every rabbit in sight, and I don't mean that metaphorically. They chase rabbits. Um, so it just be really fun to play with that with adults so I could see what it might be like with a different group. Um, but yeah, these are a ton of fun. I really hope you are enjoying our show, and I hope that this little conversation maybe gives you some space to try and create your own worlds with your friends. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that fun instructional hour, aka I don't want to edit this video later, is helpful for you. Um, if that's actually useful, we might actually just do some of those and post them as just standalone videos, like how to D&D with a bunch of people who don't really know what they're doing. Um, <laughs> as well with as or for? <laughs> Both. <laughs> noobs teaching noobs. Oh, that'd be a good. That's like the, the um, channel. Not the, the channel. The the the, the, the playlist. Noobs, noobs for noobs. Jason teaches you how to bard. <laughs> when Jason doesn't know how to bard. You know, half the fun of this game is that you're supposed to be able to figure it out with barely knowing anything. I mean, that's how I originally started. And that's how I'm still going. That's the joy. So if you just kind of figure it out as you go. Uh, so welcome back. We uh, ended the We ended the, the, the whole last hour is just us going. <laughs> Honestly, until I listen to it later, I, as I walk home, I kind of sit there and go like, what happened? <laughs> Because it's very much like the cognitive load of playing D&D &D 
live in front of people is very different than playing D&D around a table with a whole bunch of friends. Just if you're watching a group of people, not us, because we're awesome and we're amazing, we always do it perfectly. Um, <laughs> people playing D&D live on a stream for any reason whatsoever, and they're all doing it all by themselves. There's a reason they're making derp moves and forgetting rules. <laughs> the cognitive load of doing this is a little heavy. So, um, yeah, that's not me making excuses at all for everything that I've been doing. But I'm only you. <laughs> so, they had just managed Asher and Trixie and Bonnie to... Thrust a giant crab via polymorph off into the distance, 20 feet, where it continued to scuttle a little bit further away. And One more foot. somehow or other, they just covered themselves up in mud. Um, and we kind of like shut down the camera angle of Asher plucking some sort of stone mineral thing um, from that mud as Bonnie came back into herself and then into a fish. Because why not have comic relief? And Trixie saving Fish Bonnie. Um, Tabletop although, gaming is serious. There's no time for comedy. There is no time for comedy. But the uh, thing that I just realized as we hit a close, not that Trixie would have known this, or Bonnie, or even Asher, but she would have reverted back to her normal self when she lost the hit points as a fish. Right. So we should have let her know. That's, that's that's why I hit her. I was trying not to metagame, but I literally couldn't think of anything else to do. Um, and so I had her roll a concentration check because I was thinking that maybe this is a concentration-y thing for her at this point. And she failed it. So when you slapped her, she was back in. I was about body. to I was about to try to dispel magic, but then you slapped her, and that worked. Speaking of playing D&D &D and being overwhelmed, so then you're making up your own rule set because you just got to keep rolling with it because it's a fun story. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. So, you are there. Random. Dang it, you wasted oh, my goal roll. <laughs> no, this dice likes me again. We had a conversation. Oh, see, you have a different relationship with your dice and maybe we should have a whole intermission just on your relationship with your dice because I think we all have very fascinating um, approaches to those, but uh, you have in your hand this mineral, you have no longer a fish bonnie in your hand, um, and you're all clean because Asher was uh, the personal shower assistant and you've had a short rest as well. I hoover digitation do you? You've all been Asher -wood. I'm I'm struggling. It's, 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 this is this is going downhill so fast. Ah. Thanks for tuning in. Good night. <laughs> um, All right. So what are you up to? The pathway ahead is clear. Uh, I mean, I guess we just keep going this way. I mean, I can I look around and see if I see any tracks, whether it be ones I recognize as... Roll a survival check. The DC on this is quite high because you're in the mucky mud. And it has been very much disturbed. Okay, so for those listening, my my modifier is plus six. Wait, 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 wait. Hurry! I'm trying. Possibilities found here, there, and all over. 
keep your mind open. And that, my friends, is Bardic Inspiration once again. Meanwhile, emotive potential slowly fades in and out of existence around the head of Trixie, and it just kind of burps and gives up right there. <laughs> okay, and what have we got? 16. Let's see. So I rolled the max amount on the inspiration die, which is 8. And I have a plus 6 modifier. Hmm. You turned a 2 you, into a 16, is that what you're saying? You... <laughs> I mean, that's like stretching it, and I really wish I could reward that. <laughs> it's fine. Story of my life today. Um... <laughs> yeah, you're kind of without a clue as to where to go. In my head, I said out loud what the DC was before, but I don't know if I actually said it out loud. But... You just said that it was high. Yeah, it was high. It was a 20 because mud makes it hard so it's really going to be up to the two of you to kind of figure out and bonnie's there too to be a sounding board supposedly um so the trio is a very quiet sounding board. yeah well she's kind of only because we forget she exists panicking what? over her own body shape issues right now like young women have so bodies it's a whole different type of body dysmorphia oh no 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 she has body fish morphia <laughs> Body fish morphia. That's the name of our other podcast. Tune in on Tuesdays <laughs> for body fish morphia. Somebody's going to use that. I really hope because, and then they should just, they can have it. I'm not going to use They're going to have like an amazing podcast. They should just like mention us every once in a while so we can have a mediocre one. All right. So good luck. Body fish morphia. Uh, for <laughs> us here in wishing you the best. <laughs> With your fish morphic issues. Oh my gosh. So you got to figure out what, what you're going to do because you're kind of at a loss for direction. Like you, you think that there are pathways, but there's just too many possibilities. And with the mud making it more trying not to say those type of words, making it less clear, you are. Running out of synonyms? I'm trying, <laughs> trying, trying. Your muddied vision does not support you in this pursuit. Well, um, I, I, I don't see anything for us to follow, but I mean, we were going to check this stuff out anyways. I guess we just keep following it upstream. Or sure. And maybe at least we can help these people. Okay. I, I, Wait, I like out of character, because I have ADHD and forgot what we're doing. We're trying to find where the algae is coming from, right? Yeah, the algae okay. bloom was a component of the track up here. Neurodivergent kids, you can play D&D too. You just have to have people remind you of what you're doing sometimes. <laughs> it helps if you're all in that zone. True. But Between yeah. the three of us, we have one whole memory. I think my favorite way of phrasing that is we have one brain cell, but we share it. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to be like, um, can I borrow the brain cell for a second? Because yeah. I really need to know what's going on. Only one person can be in control at a time. <laughs> the rest are just a long run. <laughs> oh my God. Wee. 
All right, so you all are <laughs> trekking up. Where's Jess? Where's our fourth cell? Jess has the brain cell right now. That's the problem. <laughs> uh, trekking. Put the brain cell back. It's easy enough to trek up the pathway, and I just kind of got to railroad us up into this yeah, at right. this point. Yeah. Uh, because it's following the algae blooms, and as you trek further and further up, it's um initially kind of like it narrows in and it's much more concentrated around the stream like the further up the pathway you get it's obvious that it couldn't spread out because it was channeling down so quickly but as it got closer and closer and the water became flatter and maybe more creatures trampled through it it kind of like spread out and hit the banks further afield and um sometimes into the forest a little bit but now you're like truly the only place the algae bloom is visible is in the stream And it takes you several hours to get to the source. Uh, in fact, twilight has definitely settled in. And there isn't so much a stream anymore as just a trickle of water. And you come to a spring. Right along a very brief cliff face. And by brief, I mean it's not tall, but it is a bit of a cliff. And it's just this little tiny... A dribble of water percolating out, but every once in a while there's like a glug and a bunch of this redded, yellowish um, material burbles forth. And, and, and as it lands, you can see that this gunk is what is eventually sprouting the algae. And this is and then it pours clearly for a little bit, and then it pours clearly for a little bit. But it's just a little spring in the side of the, the cliff face right here. Ew. How, like, so is it kind of like a crevice or? Um, like the exit for the water? Yeah. It's, it looks, um, well, roll a nature check just to see how where you are the dc on this is fairly low but if you roll that one it's gonna be hilarious so it's a six now now you help me <sighs> put my glasses 18. on from over here i saw the one in the 17 i was like oh no she got that one <laughs> um so 18 total okay so with an 18 you can tell that this is a natural fissure um springs most often burble up at one of the lower ends of a hillside as the water table is forced down. Um, so you don't, despite Jack and Jill running up the hill to fetch the pail of water, they didn't run up the hill. They ran up partway up the hill because the spring would never be at the top of the hill right. or the well that they dug down. It's actually kind of along the base as the, as the shape tapers off really quickly. And so this little cliff creates that tapering effect where the groundwater is actually at the surface level. Is it coming up between rocks and it's, or it's mud? And it's coming out and normally it would come up through mud. But because it's coming out of this cliff base, there's kind of this eroded jagged uh, space and it looks natural. It's just not often that a spring is able to break free through stone. And you know that that's an unnatural feature. It should not be breaking free from stone. How it was formed, 
whether it's an external situation or an internal situation is still a mystery to you. But while it currently looks natural and there's natural erosion, so it's been some time, you know that originally you from your father's lessons in tracking or from something else in your history in your life, you know that springs typically come through softer material than this. They should be coming up from below this little rock face. Um, <clears throat> I have an idea. I don't know if it's going to work. Um, I am going to take my, where is it? Um, um you went, that sounds like a chisel and hammer situation. Yes. Um, my, Tools. Well, the thing is, is I can't remember. I'm, persu- I'm proficient in carpentry and and is carpentry and woodsmithing. Are they? They're two separate things, right? No. Um, if you look at your proficiency, and I'm sorry, I'm not gonna look at your things. I'm, I'm what? trying to work my way to not looking at character sheets. It's a new habit I want to form. Yeah, I mean, you know that you have access to all the character sheets, right? I, I do, but yeah, because so of there's all carpenter this stuff, tools and woodcarver tools. Yes, carpentry is the building. So you, have, so you have proficiency in wood carving, which is the like carving a wooden piece into something. Really, and carpentry is building up something. So it starts. Which one of those would involve a chisel and a hammer that could be possibly used to split things? Uh, wood carving would get you that. Carpentry would be more yeah building something. So you but... could be using like some chisels and stuff. Keeping in mind that yours are meant for wood. wood. Yeah. But I'm here for whatever's about to happen. I'm just gonna try and like tap the 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 wedge in just mm-hmm. a little bit. And then I'm gonna take the flat side of my shovel and I'm gonna whack it as hard okay. as I can. Okay. So what I would like you to do, um, you're using wood tools in a stone carving sort of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and these aren't necessarily meant for that, but they can handle some hard materials. That means I'm going to just up the DC from where it would be for carving tools. Um, but I'm not going to have you roll with disadvantage. You do get to roll with proficiency nice. because this is one of your things. Um, and in this particular case, um, it's going to be a strength check with proficiency. Okay. Wait, before she starts doing that, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to hold up my dagger. Like as a chisel, if she wants it. Uh, I don't want to, I don't want to snap the blade. I don't want to use it. I'll get another one if it breaks. I don't have any attachment to it. It's not, that's not really what, at least this is kind of what it's used for, even if it's just a different material. Okay. I can make another one of these. I can't necessarily make another one of those. All right. Well. I appreciate the thought, though. You just pull yourself up and, or pull yourself up. Ah! Just pull yourself up. Grab your bootstraps and yank them. I'll nap over here. And I'm just going to go, like, sit down in the grass. (laughs) But you're inspired again. I think Bonnie is getting so used to your poems that she just sits there for a moment looking at you, and then you hear this little... Thank you. Thank you. Her first exposure to the arts. 
I have to write more inspirations. I've used a lot today. <laughs> I'm running out. Okay. It was a strength with proficiency. So. Okay. Nineteen. Awesome. Um, you get wedged in there really well. Um, and you kind of can feel a little bit of a chipping and you're like, oh, this tool is gonna need some care, but it's still functional. Um, just if you try to do any fine woodworking, be aware that you might need to work on a replacement tool for it. Um, and, uh, you smack it. Now, the idea was to widen this crack. Yeah. To basically, to try to see if I can open it up to kind of understand where the alternative material is coming from besides the water. Okay, so, yeah, so you whack it, and if if your intent was to try to open it big enough for your body, that was going to no. be a huge impossibility, but um, you whack it, and you can hear the stone kind of... And then there's a little bit of a crumbling sound, like this stone there was already loosened material and it's just kind of like fallen apart some more and then a gush of water and this orange muck comes rushing out for a little bit and then it starts to run clear again and then you can see now rather than not being able to see you can see like there's a buildup of a pooling behind this and before you widen the crack you can sense that there had been like little pressure gaps where it would kind of build up water pressure and then it would squirt forth the guck and launch out. Now there's just kind of a steady stream of both water and then every once in a while a guck of the muck. So the muck is coming up from the bottom whereas the water's coming from behind Yeah, it's it. like it's washing something out. Can I use my shovel to try to wiggle it just a little bit wider? Um, sure try, just roll a strength check to see if you're able to defeat stone. Natural 20! Stone <laughs> <laughs> uh, is nothing to you, tiny monk. Um, okay, so this was actually going to be really hard, but you rolled a natural 20, so this is going to be now fun. Um, <laughs> You get the shovel wedged in there and you start to, and you can feel the handle start to crack on your shovel. And, but as you're hearing it crack, you're also hearing the stone crack. And for every crack that your shovel makes, there's a echoing corresponding crack from the stone until suddenly there's just a and the cliff fissures up and fissures down. And the stream starts to pour forth much more volubly and with a lot more of that material getting washed out from the bottom part of it. Um, and then after a little bit, that settles down and there doesn't seem to be any more water. Like this last cracking has changed the channel or the flow of the water. But you also see some of the fissures trailing off in a different direction, back behind some bushes this way and back behind some trees this way. Okay. Um, and that cleavage of the stone, real scientific word, is going in directions you didn't expect. It's a cleavage. 
But can I see now? Can I see the source of the algae material? Um, yeah, you can. You can see that where it was. You think at least, mm-hmm. but it's all been washed clean by this last gush uh, of stuff. And there's not any more coming up. It's dark. It's it's. You can see, but you can't. Like you can see that that there was a space for it, but it's very dark. Like you can't see an end to that dark. How wide is I know? How wide is the? Um, you could probably get your whole hand in there easily enough. Um, you can definitely see, um, especially with the cracking or anything. You can probably push it a little bit further in, um, but it's not big enough for a body to go in. If that's what you're. Okay. You've been sitting there watching. You see these cleavings of, of going off in different directions. And it goes for quite a ways. It's like the this little mini cliff has cracks now that are going off into the distance back behind bushes and trees and such. Okay. Yep. Um I mean I don't know anything about this. Well, our resident water expert is nowhere to be found, so we kind of have to make do. But it's obviously coming from in there. Whatever it is. So we have to break in there? I don't know how to get in there. I could find it in there. No, not as a fish. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. So we just need to break a hole? Or find another way in. Um. Pasher, you've been cave diving a lot around home. Can you just roll a history check to see if you would have experienced this before? The DC is... Uh, That's a 22. A, never mind, you passed the DC. <laughs> um... The DSD is even You're relevant. <laughs> so I think what ha- what you, it takes you a moment because you're like looking at these cleavings and you're kind of just like trying to think through and you're mo- mostly focused on the water. Um, you've seen this type of cleavage in a cliff before and usually this is where there's multiple entrances to a space. And you've had to follow them before when like there was a little cave-in in a space that you were exploring but you could use these to kind of figure out other spaces that might have openings and gaps behind. I think we should look around for another way in, but there's probably more than one. It's, Did it's, I not just say that? I, well, I'm just saying you're right. We should okay. do that. Okay. okay. So why don't both of you just roll a... Me too. Cracking me up. You roll I a survival check. You roll a survival check. You roll an investigation check. <laughs> I roll survival check. Yeah, you're doing survival. I have different uh, seats for both of you based on this. Thirteen. Seven. Okay, Bonnie, what you got? Awesome. Um, it's super dark by the time you figure anything out, like well into the dark of night, 
but between the three of you, um, mostly the two of you, Bonnie might have wandered off a couple of times. He had to go retrieve her. She rolled that one. I'm having a really rough time with my dice today. I'm really glad I'm not having a battle encounter with y'all. Um, you're able to find what looks like a small cave, uh, about the size of what you might expect uh, a, a wolf pack to utilize as a den. It's not a big opening or anything like that, but you can find a small uh, crevice. And it's kind of that combination of you searching and just trying to find a space and you kind of tracing the various crevices and partly the only reason it took you so long is you both went the wrong way the first time because you're just like let's try this way first and as you kind of went and finally the crevices wore out and you kind of were worn out trying to search for it it didn't work and it was actually that last moment of light and then the switch to the moonlight that created the shadows that helped you both spot this little tiny cave um but it's deep in the night and you're faced with a little cave do you want to like get some sleep and then go there in the morning yeah i mean i guess we're not i mean this algae's been bothering them for weeks it's not gonna one more day is not gonna hurt anything yeah i mean it's we're not on any sort of timeline, except we still need to find freaking Tanzanite. Oh. God, I wish I could just do her thing where she... <sighs> Me too. Oh. Fine, has a little bit of a tear in the corner of her eye. You'd Bonnie. think she would check in, because she Bonnie has a meditator. So, we're going back? Um, it's really dark, right? I mean, I could build a campfire. You can sleep here. We're gonna do the thing I slept through last night. Yes. Not the right word, but yes. Okay. What? What? What can I do? And Bonnie's ready to help you set up camp. Okay. A coolest um, water creature, ready to help you. So, yeah. Okay. Well, you know how how when when trees fall into the lake, and then how heavy their limbs get, and and how how they're very very watered down, right? Very very like that. We want the opposite of that. We want okay. we want we want tree limbs that are very very light and snap easy and are completely dry. No, that no water, nothing. Does that make Just sense? Go find. Uh, yes, but um, I am going to. Um, I'm gonna light this torch, and um, and is the side like the side of the hill where the rock or the cave is? Is it just all rock face? It's rock face. It's not terribly high. Like you could climb to the top of it pretty easily um if you were like some super powered fighter with super jump abilities <clears throat> you know who you are you could probably jump to the top of it um it's weather top but it's yeah you kind of got this like turn of the hillside it's not but it's it's 
it's rock or are there like parts of it that are earth or it, the 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 cliff piece where the cave is in set into is rock okay occasional patches of mud from falling down from above and it's all dirt below and it's definitely dirt up above can i see like just a crevice that i can wedge this torch into oh yeah if you're just looking for a place to stick your torch yeah you, yes yeah yeah there's some there's not that that's not complicated Okay. I thought you were trying to find something nope. else out, nope. and I was nope. trying to hunt for the nope. best descriptor. Uh, just being, just being simple. Just sticking um, a torch in the mud. Yes. So okay. So I I, I jab my tor- my torch into the side uh, of the rock base, mm-hmm. and I say, okay, so stay where you can see this. Okay. Bye. And, and and if you get where you can't, you just yell. If you never. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. comes back with three sticks this big well okay so she comes back eventually but if you had anything you wanted to talk about without buying visual or whatever or anything you're trying to do i'm just gonna like be setting up like my bedroll and stuff and then maybe like digging a fire pit a little bit like with my boot or something just kind of i mean casual is my shovel broken the wood definitely feels a little bit rickety, but nothing you couldn't repair given a nice long night. All right, so okay. you're kind of occupying yourself with camp tours. Yes. Eventually, Bonnie comes back, and she has a handful, um, not a handful, an arm load of dry twigs and sticks, and she's got briars caught in her hair. She's got something that looks like a the beginnings of a rash. <laughs> Cause she rolled really, really crappily. In her oh, 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 Bonnie. And, but she's got a big old smile. Like, There's a lot more. It's right in the, this, this beautiful patch with these leaves that are so pretty. They're just in this really nice. Oh no. And, and I picked a few for us. Um, why don't you put them in the fire? Uh, no, 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 especially not that. Um, put them over, put them over there, and I point to, like, over by a tree, kind of outside where we would sleep, just for now. That's perfect. That's going to look really good. And she kind of places it there, and you can see as she's placing it there, her smile just glows a little bit, and then the little plant glows a little bit, and you can see it's rooting in. Do we tell her? Yeah, because if she touches either of us, okay, honey, um, uh, and I start rummaging through my my medicine my medicine bag for some sort of anti itch ointment, um, uh, water creature. That's all I can say. I'm water just gonna creature. like, <laughs> like press it to tape the burrs out of her hair. Like, <laughs> see, like as you're like looking through your things, you see these occasional burrs go bloop bloop. Um. And I, I, I'm, I'm assuming I have like oh, something. Thank you. Thank you. Just like even just, uh, um, and I take it and I, I, I go, um, and it's uh, on her face. She's got like a huge space where you can see a developing blister. It's not developed yet, but you can see where the red rash is yeah. starting to form. Um, does that itch? Oh, it kind of feels a little bit. Don't, 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 don't itch it. Don't itch it. Okay. Um, and I'm going to take... Um, I'm going to grab a piece of cloth and I'm going to dip it into the ointment <laughs> and I'm going to dab on it. Okay, so what you're going to want to do, um, nope, nope, uh, uh, well I dab with the, the cloth, um, 
on her, onto her hand and like just like okay um just turn a little bit is, is there any other spots that feel like that yeah and she kind of hikes up these uh trousers that she had picked up and you can see all along one of her legs just scraped oh yeah see. i kind of it kind of okay. fell down a hill slope oh. but it was okay because that's right on the way right um all right um I'm gonna. I'm just gonna scoop out as much as I can and just like slather it on her leg. I'm like, hang on. Um, if words can hurt you, then truly they heal as well. I hope you feel better. I'm the cast healing word. Okay. Hopefully, it cures um, poison ivy <laughs> or poison oak, whichever it was you were describing. Yeah, she, she she definitely had the poison condition in a skin rash form, but you can see as like he's saying saying that the place where you were getting ready, like, oh. Kind of, you know how when you get those uh, road rash type mm -hmm. things, and it's like it's red, but then as it fades, it's just a lighter red, and then yeah, you get the purple. Scratch, it, yeah. it goes down to that really okay. quickly. So she's scratched, but it's definitely not. Oh, thanks. I think I can do that. She just holds her hand a little bit. She kind of there's a pile of seaweed in her hand. Hungry? Um, you didn't wash your hands. Uh, I don't think, I think whatever you touched is still on your hands, so that might help. Putting the poison ivy residue off of her hands with Beth um, Vegetate. Um, That's a dumbest spell, but it's funny. It is hilarious. It's, it's, it's actually very, very useful in the world. It's hella useful. Um, but does does this feel better? Yeah, that's stuff you found really made it feel less itchy. Okay. Oh, sh I shouldn't touch. No, 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 no. It'll just it the the, the more you touch it, the more you're gonna no, no, no. And I like you reaches out I, to try to grab her and you can <laughs> dexterity check your way out of that. Uh, no, you have to really. Oh, roll. okay. Maybe you should. Uh, yeah, you should roll. That's a thirteen. You easily beat her. <laughs> I don't um, want to say what the number three means to me right now, but it's definitely been a very negative experience for Bonnie tonight. Um, but just, um, I'm all out of water. Um, I still have water. Get rid of the canteen. Okay, I'm going to take another piece of cloth and I'm just going to, I'm going to dampen it. I'm not going to use up all of it. Just plus water out of the clip. Yeah, but we don't know if that has the, the stuff in it. Good point. So, um, just... She Thank quietly you. just starts dumping out her hands. <laughs> like I said, a bunch of bad rolls in a row. <laughs> um, so take this cloth and um, wipe down. Um, maybe leave that ointment on, but wipe down your hands and and wherever you touched um the plants. Um, Did I land in a bunch of urchins? The the plant kind, yes. They're pretty, but that's. That's that's yeah. Oh, I know. Gonna suck. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna we're gonna try to make it last uh, as short as possible. Maybe you'll sleep through it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me grab my stuff. She kind of like her happy demeanor with regard to being successful and finding the wood has kind of crashed with the realization that she made land based mistakes. Bonnie, Bonnie, Bonnie. 
How how are you supposed to know? I just feel like I'm connecting with all of this and yeah. I keep messing up. You're not messing up. You 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 brought perfect firewood. It's perfect. It is perfect. And it wasn't near any of the red stuff. Even more perfect. Or the plants. It's three for three. What else was in here? Um, uh, you can see her start panicking, trying no, to think no, about no, what you, else was no, around no, 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 it. No, 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 don't. You did good. Let's just let's. Okay, when when we and now on. you and now you know what that plant looks like, so you know that you don't have to touch it again. Do you have? Never mind. No, 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 no. You what? What? This his sketch thing. I was wondering if I had any pictures of these things in it i mean i would have to draw them i don't really no it's okay i but just when we when maybe we go, i need to find one of those when we go back to town maybe the store the bookstore that we were at they might have <sighs> something mm -hmm. i should have been when you were i should have instead of sitting i could have when you were it's okay hey but you don't know how to read that language so you couldn't have anyway so well pictures and the thing is is she can always ask yeah. but that's something that we could work on okay okay all right i like i'm like doing the little like boy scout triangle fire and i'm right. just gonna be like like staring really hard at it and just be like and then press the digitate it to light and i like as he as it lights up i he just sees me with my t flint and tinder and i go oh oh okay <laughs> put it back in my back. Never mind. Um, I think there's a, like also a little bit of a moment because you're all discovering these things about yourselves that s seem supernatural. And you've seen a few people in Overton with these kind of skills and spaces, knee, but they're always like important people or people who are like, people are very wary of, like the lady who lives in Pumpkin. Um, there, there's always this like kind of je ne sais quoi about these folks and you're starting to realize that you're some of these folks and kind of each time you see each other do something a little too extra kind of special it's also a moment of this is we're we're good at whatever this is so there's lots of writing in asher's journal that's just like dear diary you're not going to believe what the fuck i did today <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh if trickster and tanzanite Trixie and Tanzanite took journal entries. Hey, we should have like a whole series. Like, what would your journal say today? Hey, Rurik, is the guard still walking? <laughs> what has it been like? It's only been a day near us because this is still walking. That's in that one. <laughs> now he's running. He's running towards Overton now. Oh, man. All right. So, I as you have a beautiful night's sleep. Um, is anybody keeping a watch at all? I would have taken the first watch. Okay. Um, Bonnie would volunteer to take a watch as well, so each of you ha has a watch, unless anybody wants to do double ups at all. Um, so, no, I have a uh, feeling she's going to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Bonnie's not rolling so hot. So go ahead and roll a perception check for your watch. Dirty 20. Awesome. Are you would you take the mid or the morning? I'll take the middle. Okay, go ahead and roll your perception check. Uh, 
<laughs> and some shit. Okay. Speaking of that ones, that's an owl. Yeah. Um, nothing happens during either of your watches that you're aware of. Asher's been stabbed, but doesn't even notice. <laughs> Nothing happens all night long that any of you are aware of. Cool. We're good at this watching thing. Speak for yourself. I rolled the dirty 20. You did, and it was amazing. We get long rest now? Um, so, yeah, you all have a long rest if you would like to have that. Uh, and I think as the morning comes up you find Bonnie sitting her watch this seems okay but she's kind of holding her sides and she looks a little miserable I want to scratch everything. Oh, honey. Um, I'm going to do a, a, a quick pan around and see if I can see any type of plant that might help. Roll a nature check for fun. Mm, that's a no. That's a three. Okay. Um, can both of you really quickly roll a perception check? We'll Thirty twenty story. Okay. Thirteen. All right. So you're looking for the plant, and then you're distracted by some paw prints. You catch the paw prints before she does, before she's distracted by it, and you can see that they lead in and out of the cave mouth. Um, that's all. Do I recognize like what kind of paw prints it might be? Uh, roll another nature, well, roll a nature check. This will be your first nature check of this sort. And the mm. DC on this will be 15. Pretty sure I failed it. Um, yeah, 12. <laughs> yeah, so you don't, you, you get the sense that it, it's, it's got four toes and a big pad. Um, but what exactly is a mystery to you? Um, what you are aware of is that with all the, um, mud and muck and everything from down below these paw prints carried some mud and muck up here so these are fresh these are while you were sleeping paw prints i just say i know that didn't happen while i was awake might have been me i might have got distracted writing in my book it might have been me I really was itchy and I was trying so hard not to that I just had to squeeze myself. Oh, you, you, I, it, uh, it's, it's fine. It's just, are they like big paw prints or like, are they as big as my paw? Bigger or smaller? Um, if you put your paw up next to it and you're looking at it, it, it's interesting. It's like the first thing you put up, oh, that's about my paw. Right. Okay. And you, reach over to a different one and you're like that's like four of my paws huh this is a weird lopsided creature bonnie says mm. 
Because there's more than one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is this a land tracking thing? Mm-hmm. Good tip. You know, in the water, it's much easier to track things. Really? Yeah, you can kind of see how the current's going to pull things, and you can kind of follow those currents along. You know where things are going to go. I mean, swimming creatures like to keep it easy. If they're on the bottom, there's always a, a trail left behind, and you can smell them in the water pretty easily. Um, sound travels forever, so if you're really paying attention, you can hear mm. things a mile away. So, yeah. Much easier than here. This is way more complicated. Yeah, wow. Well. Um... And there's this one time my younger sibling adopted, uh, was bleeding, and I could smell it all the way at home. They were at school. What I mean, happened? everybody could smell them, so. Mm. You know, blood in the water. Best way to let people know that you're in trouble. We did that instead of shouting, because shouting would sometimes bring the wrong type of attention. Hmm. And blood didn't? Yeah. Things that smell our blood usually run away. Mm. Well, that's that's helpful. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to work in this case. You think that's um, true out in the bigger water? Hmm. Do you think that's true in the bigger water? Do things know to run. In my experience, the more space there is the more space things have to grow in them. Kind of like that crab. Yeah, there's a bunch of those down at the bottom of the lake. That size, though? No. That was really big. It didn't have a lot of space, though. That was... But it was out here, and not in the lake. It was also eating all this goop. Well, yeah, I'm just just saying that... Oh. Are we going to go into to the cave you found last night? Yes, but those pop prints also came out of there, I think. So we should so be careful. We maybe have a friend in there? Maybe, or maybe not. So um, he- first, you will stop itching. Listen carefully to me. Itching, please be gone. Healing word again. Um, I think at this point, you can see that the swelling has stopped and she's... And she kind of, oh, that, that feels really good. All right, um, I'm ready. Okay, so the thing is, think of if you were little and you and your mom went on a walk and all of a sudden... Swim. She has legs. Okay, well, you went, went for a swim. Okay. You, okay, you left home, right? Or maybe you were at home. And someone you didn't know that was uh, very different from you showed up and wanted to come into your home uh, uh, and didn't ask or didn't have any way to ask. That's kind of what we're doing here. I'm just going to go over to the cave entrance and be like, here, kitty puppy, kitty puppy, kitty puppy, kitty puppy. Rely on all handling check. No. It's a seven. I thought it was a one for a second. It looked very similar on this die. Uh, I think I have a plus one here. Yeah, eight. Um, oh, just for context, I 
assumed, although we didn't explicitly say this, that the kittens were left behind at the bookstore. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just mm -hmm. making sure mm -hmm. to say that out loud because I made assumptions, which may have been erroneous, which I've been kind of climbing over. And if you have wanted them to have followed you, then we need to make sure we include them from now on. But we're, we're cool with them being left at They're the They're babies. No. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So uh, what did you get for that? Eight. I'm just picturing the bookstore lady like chasing these three little mountain lion kittens around. Oh, and she's got Fawn also. Got Fawn and um, I can't remember her name right now, but you got Fawn and, and Man Ray. <laughs> Like, get out of that! Oh my god, it pooped again! It's hawking up something gross! Uh, They're gonna love us. Oh yeah, they love you. Um, so, the process for you kind of like kitty kitty met with nothing. No sounds, no response. Um, and so you're kind of left at a loss as to what Okay, I'll take my torch out, and then I'll do my, and light it, and, like, hold it into the cave, and then just, like, walk in. Okay. Um, are you following after, or are you... Mm -hmm. Okay. As the three of you enter this cave, um, the entry is much like any of the caves you've ever gone into. It's much like anything that your parents may have taken you to, just as a quick, like... Here's what a cave's like sort of situation. Um, and you can see that there's stone, but then there's breakthroughs from up above of soil and tree roots coming down and little pockets of light in the morning light as that kind of comes in and reflects down where it's kind of pretty. It's, there's a bit of moss growing here and there that has clearly been um, assisted by the... the light poking through these holes because you're just underneath the soil layer but you can see that the floor of this cave is sloping downward and a lot of the um, mud and such kind of follows down that downward slope um, and you can hear in the distance kind of counterpoint to the slope a trickle from up above of water. Kind of sourceless. Possibly just the echoes, but you can hear the sound of water. I can't see anything. Continuing on. I'm going to try something and it's not going to work, but that's, that's, that's our spirit. favorite kind of thing to try things that don't work. And I'm, I'm saying that to as Trixie to Asher. And I just kind of sit there for a second and I'm listening to like the sound of the water. And then I just like, I'm going to say in a dark, dark world, you're a shining light to me. Keep up the good work. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna go. Um, uh, if Hanzanite's water lady is there, 
Um, this is stupid. I'm just gonna be like, um, drum out. <laughs> please don't do that. That's distracting. I already don't. What do you? Uh, I don't know what to say. Um, you can do it. You could do it. And as you, she pats you, you feel a little bit of a tingle as you also gain guidance. Inspired and guided. Inspired and guided. We. <laughs> the players known as Rurik and Jason are really enjoying this moment. We don't know where Tanzanite is and, um, and we're trying to fix the water which really seems like something that you might want to happen. Um, can you, can you, can you give us an idea of what we're supposed to do here? It's a little, we're kind of lost without, without her and uh, I guess that's it. Thanks. Little hand drum. That's it. Thanks. Okay. So Given all the like kind of support you had going on here, let's roll a religion check. Not your strong suit. Be aware that you also have guidance and bardic inspiration. Guidance is a D four, right? Roll. I want the wrong god to show up. Religion, religion. The DC religion. for this is a fifteen, because that you are not religious. No, I'm just making up songs. What lady? Where the hell are you? <laughs> okay, well that's naked. That's a fourteen. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna use the inspiration. What's your original re re region model? My religion modifier. Your religion. My religion. What is your regional modifier? <laughs> it's plus one, so I actually okay. fifteen right there. So this is a scaled thing. So depending on how high you get, okay, you can get more or less. Baby, let's high enough. Plus five is 23. Okay. Hey. You, none, none of the three of you are truly religious. Bonnie has a tangential connection, but she's very much a follower, not a believer. Um, but your heartfelt plea does not go unhurt. And you have this moment where you kind of like, uh-oh, is this what Tanzanite feels? Because you kind of have like this whooshing kind of in the back of your head, which could just be feeling lightheaded. That's Maybe you didn't have a good breakfast. Don't really know what that is. And then down in the distance, you can see a little glimmer of light that looks like light reflecting off of water. And there's no light source for this down there. And then as you see it and you all your attention all drawn to it, the whiff of salt water comes from that direction. And a whispered voice goes, Are you mine? Um Do we all hear that or just her? All of you hear that. You heard that right. Um yes. Um I don't think so, but my friend is. But she's not here. We can't find her. Tangentially yours. I I don't I don't know who you are. I just know 
of you from her. Would you be mine? Um, I'm not into long-term commitments. Sorry, I'm still shopping around. I'm uh, not very old and don't want to make lifelong. Oh, you could be mine. Yeah, are you? Weird. Are you? Are you good or evil? We don't believe in such things. We're just ourselves. But do you help people or hurt them? My neighbors. You help your neighbors. Are you a neighbor? I don't know. Where do you live? Wherever there's water. Well, that that's not specific. Wait, are you Tanzanite's goddess, or are you just someone else? Well, I'm trying to be. You're not the death one, you're the new one. Death one. Oh. No, I'm not. I'm not that monstrosity. She's my sister. And we're all trying to find our new places in this new world. But only really one of us has the upper hand on that, and he seems pretty content in his cave. Uh, oh, is, is the dragon your neighbor? Oh, yes. Oh, she knows the dragon. I still haven't figured out if the dragon likes us or not. I think he does. I mean, he helped well, you, and then therefore me, only because I was ma I managed to keep up. Uh, Safe-ish. Um, let's, I don't... Uh... Are you helping us? <laughs> Sorry. I mean, we... We, we, we freed the lake. Um. You were with... You, just if you're a listener, the reason why we're looking funky and confused is because we're hearing somebody outside, far away, that's not being picked up by the mics. No, it is. Oh, I can hear it in... It's not being picked up on... Well, that one was. Yeah. Um, so we're kind of enjoying New York Welcome City Welcome to living bit. in New York City. Uh, so she... she the, This voice kind of... It's kind of like it's slowly fading out as it, as it dies. Help me. I'll help you. Oh, um, okay. Favors. How do we help you? Well, you drained the lake, so my turn. And as she says, my turn, you can see that little glimmer from below that was, you thought, water reflecting, uh, brightens, and that you can see that there's kind of a, a one pathway down into this cave that seems to branch off a little bit and the moss is glimmering with a kind of crystalline light 
as a millions of tiny little water droplets kind of stretch to the end of this moss that probably wasn't there before. And just kind of creates like a little glittering uh, point of light and interest. Um. Okay, I start walking towards it slowly. Bless you. Bless you. Alright, so I'm assuming Asher is going to be following along, so I'm going to let him go. Um, <laughs> that was great. So as you are traveling through this space, um, each time you get to a glowing patch, it fades, and then another one starts lighting up, kind of like a trail of breadcrumbs. And... I think both of you roll a survival check, so will Bonnie. Good God, Bonnie, what is wrong with you today? Thirteen. Oh. Bonnie's gonna okay. die again. Um, eight. I'd really rather not. <laughs> so, you all kind of trek along in this space, um, and it kind of takes you by surprise, but you realize you're going back up. Okay. Um, it you don't quite catch on until Bonnie kind of like reaches out with her hand, kind of grabs your arm like people do, which is so annoying to me as somebody who just wants to be touched. But it's like you've already figured this out by the time Bonnie and Asher figure out that they're going up. <laughs> but it does take a little while before you, even you kind of catch on. You're like, wait a second, and then these little glowing pools of light keep popping up. Then as you pass them, I think Bonnie even looks and investigates. Ooh. Um, and the little moss kind of dies as you pass, um, kind of expending its energy. Um, but eventually you come to... Asher, wait, wait, Asher just mutters a quote from an old book that he read. It's, uh, I come from under the hill and under the hills and over the hills my path led and through the air I am he that walks unseen that's what he's muttering to himself as they walk nice that's actually really good yeah quoting your favorites uh so just for the listener Asher finds these old books and poems and this is one of them so when you know who Jason is quoting Asher has found this text and likes to quote them a lot of personal creations on jason's part which is a lot of work but also some really fun quotes from things um you come into this uh chamber and i think in another situation you would be excited to see a space like this with the flickering torchlight your goggles down um you can make out what looks like natural court quartz structures um and it should be gorgeous but there is this kind of grotesque pulsating growth that is almost looks like it's feeding on the quartz the crystals of the quartz um and what should be like a cathedral of beautiful pinks blues and whites uh is instead tarnished by this orange monstrous uh 
seeming biological entity that is clearly sustaining itself through the quartz. And you can see where water is dripping down and then washing away some of the, what looks like a, a thick slimy coating and little spores kind of release and then wash down. And this is what's been collecting and pouring down the stream. Um, roll a perception check, if you would. Eight. Eleven. All right. Um, yeah, you, it seems to be rooted into the ground. You can't quite make out the actual source of this entity. Um, but it definitely seems to be, with those roles, alive and aware at some level. We need to we need to do something about this. Um. Hello. How loud are you saying hello? I'm just like. You said it's aware of us, right? Like it seems to be aware of us. Or... I'm just seeing if I can talk. I'm just like, hello? Okay. So as you say hello, um, the, you can see that this thing kind of pulses a couple of times. And then there's a kind of like a... You've watched anime that has the like creepy, usually inappropriately sexual vine tendril thing. Mm -hmm. And then they have a like glow along the end as it like passes something along. You see the, the this rippling effect on the vine tendril go off into the distance to cave beyond the torchlight and beyond your sight. Um and then you hear Who's that? from a farther distance away. Just down that direction that where that pulse had come from. Just me, your friendly traveling poet who's over there. No visitors. Too late. Already here. Is it you? Are you the one poisoning the water? Twice. Twice. I'm beating life and continuing the whack of my great, 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 great. Ah, I forget how many greats. I'm continuing the whack. That and sounds great. Kind of hear a little bit of a stomp, stomp, stomp getting closer and closer to you. I'm just going to take my shovel out and hold it with one hand. How's my uh, revolver warning feeling about all this? Um, at this point, it is quiet. Okay. But definitely remind me of that because it will change. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I put my shovel down, like, blade down, and I put even though it's almost taller than I am. I like, I drape my arm over it and I just kind of like hold, like hold myself up. So, um, did you know that you're kind of killing the village back here down the river? That doesn't kill you. Makes you stronger. Um, my experience, what doesn't kill you just causes you pain for a long time. visitors and that sound is getting very very close not currently in visual range so it's still more than 60 feet away from you but definitely getting very close and as it gets close you hear a whispered Rupert, Rupert, 
and nothing more as it gets very, very quiet. Anything you're going to do right now in this second? Can, we, can I see him or no? Not yet. Okay. Um, so, uh, that's creepy. Um, what do you want to do? Maybe we can convince him to move or move this thing. Like, where could we ask him to go that he's not going to mess up the water? I don't know, but we can just get him here and explain what this is. And maybe we can figure out something better for him. I don't know. Okay. Um, what this work is that he's talking about, but it's... So we're interested in your work and would love to know more about what this beautiful creepy blob is over here ah yeah put out your light i'll show you okay i'll put out my torch okay now your revolver begins to glow oh look another light <laughs> um and as it begins to glow you can hear behind you two growls one sounds like a deep-throated the other sounds like a of a much smaller, but trying to mirror the bigger, deeper growl. I am going to take a piece of bacon. Sure. I'm going to bag. relight my torch. <laughs> and I am going to toss it over my shoulder from wherever the sound came from. The deeper one or the the... Less deep one. They're not next to each other? No, they're kind of like separated. Uh, the little one then. Okay. Um, roll an animal handling check with advantage. Uh, what happens when you bring your torch back up is this figure that seems to be entangled in this entity. The squishing sound was definitely coming from a foot that is merged somehow with this creation. And the stomping is from a foot that's still uh vaguely humanoid um but this entity is definitely long-eared uh it's kind of like tanzanite's people if they had gone down a slippery slope to darker creepier more body horror type things um probably at some point in this Things life could have been a separate, not merged with this entity, or maybe they were hybrided together at some point. And there's been like some cases where creatures were definitely messed around with, even me messed around a little bit in this area and merged some creatures together in his early experiments. And there's horror stories about the failures and successes of those early experimentations before need decided to convince everybody to ban such practices. Um, but there's like this strange plant animalistic nature and where their long ears trail up, they're bald. And where the, uh, what looks like a tattered messy robe should be, it's kind of like grown into the plants as well. There are this other component and it all seems to be writhing a little bit and at the center of the creature, you see an object very much like one you saw under Underton, under Overton, 
in a small cave behind a waterfall not too far, not too long ago, with a strange trillion symbol imprinted on the side. I'm going to say, it's lonely down here. Don't you want to have some friends? Let's talk about it. Charm person. Okay. What's the save for that? Uh, 15. Wisdom. I've been sucking at my rolls all day, but they're going to use their legendary action to resist this. And now let's roll initiative. Aw, oh, man. With eight minutes left. Time. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Oh, dear. Uh... I feel like we should probably save the initiative roll for next time because this is either going to be a long, long fight of lots of thinking and plotting and, and working, or it's going to be like you're going to get it over with really quick, depending on how things go. And I'm afraid if we try to do this tonight, we're going to go super late in overtime. So let me ask right now, do you want to go late into overtime or do you want to um, save it for next week? Let's save it for when Jason's less hopped up on cough medicine. All right. Also, my dog is going to poop on the floor if we don't take her out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. So we are going to end this one early, but we will be coming back with a full combat encounter. Um, It will be joyful and fun um, because you have bearded a monstrous creature in its lair. Those of you who play D&D, you know what lair actions are, don't you? Dun, dun, dun. I always thought it was layer as an L A Y E R. L A Y E R. Like laying down a layer. No, like oh. layered, like. Oh. You know that that's part of the action economy space, though, and that would actually make a ton of sense to call it layers of, because you have legendary actions, which gives a creature some additional economy, um, and then you have. Layer L A I R, where their space provides an assist, and they each have their own different rules. But I like the idea of it actually being layered action where they can. See, I'm off work next week. We should all take y'all should take Friday off, and we'll play late on Thursday. Or take t- Thursday off rather, and we'll take play late. Take Thursday off or take Friday off? Take Thursday off. I have Thursday off. Hey, you take Thursday off. I need to go review my schedule. If anybody from my workplace is watching, I haven't decided anything yet. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you all for watching us. I hope you have a good day. And uh, if you made it this far into the stream, that's impressive. Um, (laughs) We love you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure to like, like, subscribe. And ding the the bell to be notified of our future live streams. Yes. We also are on TikTok. Yes. Um, and we have our own website, demisecast.com. TikTok is at probability of demise. Yes. We're also on Spotify, Google Play, etc., etc., etc. And somebody's going to get their act together and eventually get those links up on our demisecast.com website. Dot com. We might eventually get um, some sort of interactive social media like an instagram or something where people can message us but we don't have that yet yeah if you want to leave a message go ahead and leave a message in the comments below if you're watching this asynchronously because it's all vod as far as we're not fancy enough to have vod six days later um so feel free to just (laughs) pop in your comment um 
And it's really been fun to experiment with this medium and try things out. Thank you for playing with us. Bye-bye. I'm fully committed to my outro thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>